Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Until he acknowledges on his side that he's ours, then... I'm still salty about it. I want him to want to be with us. Exactly. You know, that's all. It, I'm it, just it, want me. Could this be oh, the first ever Fred Evan argument? I, I'm not arguing. Huh? Well, he disagrees with you. I, about I what? Him. Like you said, it was nice, and he's disgusted by it. Paul's trying to pick a fight here. I I agree. He completely disagrees with you. I don't understand how you can think about he's what? saying the same thing. He's mad at Tom. Yes. But he still wants him to come back. But he's mad at Tom. You're not. He so, looks yeah. like a fraud. It just bumps me. Yeah. Did, did you catch that one, too? What? He looks like a fraud because he is one. Nasty, nasty wow. Evan. Wow, nasty Evan. This is yeah. awesome. Somebody hurt you, Evan. Yeah, Tom yeah. did. Yeah. The one that Tom got did. away. Tom did. Tom it's like the ex-girlfriend that got away. And yeah, Tom this, is, this is worse. Yeah. Come back and grovel at my feet. You I just want him to tell me that he loves me. That's it. That's what it is. Can't you just fake it? Just Exactly. Like You don't even have to mean it deep down. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right, we're here. I, I We're waiting for Fred. I'm not sure where he is. Uh, we, we, but here we are. Sasan? Patriots Sasan? Unfiltered. Sasan? Where's Fred? <laughs> we don't know what to do. There he is, though. Empty chair. Just waiting for him. But hey, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Here we are. Thursday. It's Deuce. It's Alex. It's Paul Perillo. And uh, we'll probably have Fred joining us here shortly. We're live on video as well if you'd like to tune in and see our, our faces uh, we big show today. Big show, kind of. We got Super Bowl preview. Talk some Super Bowl. And oh, yeah. Uh, you got the lines on those? No. Ones? We gotta, we gotta dig <laughs> We're those prepared, up. clearly. I didn't, I didn't. Well, we had a big meeting today. We, we did. did. We did. We reviewed all our content for the year. A and, long uh, meeting. It was a long meeting and, and seeing what the fans were responding to this year. All, all avenues of social media. Instagrams. All TikToks, the algorithms. Which, uh, you know, we're talking about Snapchat, too. I didn't realize. And Paul. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have believed it, but Paul was the expert on Snapchat in the movie. <laughs> Big Snapchat guy. I was not the expert. <laughs> it's like, my sons both use it. I don't know. I, we, I said walking down that I just thought Instagram, or uh, sorry, Snapchat was you send sexy pictures to somebody and then they disappear it's forever. Sexy. It's not sexy. It's not, it's not That's not what it started sexy. for, though. Let's be serious. <laughs> it's not sexy It's not at all. sexy at all, man. It's oh. scruff, scruff like dog. Yeah, so it's a little peek behind the curtain here at Patriots.com. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll peak. see. But pretty, but pretty good year, you know, overall. I think everybody did pretty well, worked hard, and, uh, you know, obviously we're tied to some of the results on the field, so it's uh, a little bit challenging always, depending on how they're doing well or not. But anywho, it's, it's, we're here. We'll be here for the next two hours. We'll, uh, we'll have Evan coming down uh, for the end of the show. We'll talk some Super Bowl, and, uh, of course, Catch-22 uh, will be on the edge of this one right at the end, two to, two to three, four-ish, somewhere in there. Um, depending on how long Alex and Evan decide to, to talk, which, uh, you know, could be a while. We'll see. Um, Evan's mock draft, plenty to discuss. We're getting into to draft and all that. But I don't know about you guys, but I'm just kind of ready to get the Super Bowl. I'm excited to watch it, but I'm ready to get past this and, and get really into the offseason because you're in this period for all these teams that lose coming into the Super Bowl. You're just kind of waiting for, all right, when are we on the official offseason? When are we all back at the bottom of the mountain to, to, to start to climb again? And a lot going on, too, in the offseason. We get into scouting combine and owners meetings and the draft and, and all that fun stuff. So excited to turn the page. But, what, what, Alex, I'm going to start with you. What are, your, what are your plans for Super Bowl this weekend here? Oh, my friend just had a baby, so I'm going to go to her house, meet the baby. We're all going to watch the Super Bowl, hopefully not be too loud for the baby. But really looking forward to it. <laughs> wow. That's, that's stressful. 
I imagine asking, asking my wife, hey, we just had a newborn. I'm going to have people over for the Super Bowl. And I probably that probably would not happen. It's a very small, intimate group. <laughs> All right. That's good. But she, but she, unfortunately, she might be she might be dealing with the baby the whole time. I don't know how much of the game she's going to get. She's home. not a big football person. It's uh, so she more her boyfriend thing. Help her. Yeah. Take the baby off her hands and right. you know, give her I'll some bring some food over and entertain her baby daddy. That's a big question in my house is what's the food going to be? I think... Um, Oh, uh, I thought it was who's the baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you worried me there. Not in my house, Paul. Worried me there for a second, Deuce. All right, no, I know who my baby daddies are. It's me. Um, but yeah, just tough. Like, do well, you? What are we eating? I think so. At least the younger one looks like me, but the older one looks just only like my wife. So um, maybe we'll get a paternity so test on that. I think I. You are the father. <laughs> we're a little too deep on that right now, but all right, I'll, I'll stop. I got to. Uh, yeah, we got to figure out the what we're gonna do. Like you know, nacho plates or, or some taco dip, wings, I, buffalo chicken dip. Mm. I don't know yet. I haven't thought that far. Are you, are you ordering, Paul? I assume you got. You got yeah, order. we're ordering for the most part, but we have not finalized the uh, the menu, and I. I'm not sure exactly how much help I'm going to have because Beth has to work over the weekend. Big potty. And at your boys the are Perillo like, house? feed me yes. now, feed me now, Dad. And you got two high school kids who well, yeah, eat their I'll probably have like 30 people at the house, so I got to figure that out at some point. <laughs> yeah, maybe a catering. But order? definitely buffalo chicken dip. We'll, uh, we'll definitely have the buffalo dip going. That will be a that'll be a staple. All right. Well, what do we have any uh, any recent Patriots news? It's, it's been kind of a quiet couple. Yeah, of we days talked about the coaching here. the coaching changes yeah. with um, um, Adrian Clem and Will Law. I don't Lawing. know why I cannot Lawing. I cannot say that name. Lying. It's not. It doesn't like needs a constant doesn't roll off somewhere. the tongue. Something hard. You need like a, a T or a some some like uh, long. Yeah, you know. The W throws you like the. It's a hard sound to like enunciate. Yeah. Uh, and so, assuming he's going to coach tight ends, we we talked about Kaylee has gone uh, to the Rams. I also saw that um, what's his name, Ryan, Ryan Wendell, Wendell went to the Rams. Went to the Rams as well. Uh, I know a lot of teams seems like waiting on the, the Colts. The Colts are kind of dragging their feet a little bit on this head coaching front, and I feel like that's kind of stopping things up. And now you'll wait till after the Super Bowl, I would assume. Yeah, the right? team's trying to get offensive coordinators. I know and. I saw some rumors about Eric Bieniemy being up for like an offensive coordinator position. Is that would he make a lateral move like that? That seems kind of yeah. silly to me. I, you know, I, I don't pretend to be the the foremost expert on uh, on Eric Bieniemy, but I saw people tweeting yesterday. You know, I think Field Yates, our good good buddy Field uh, uh, Yates, he he had like five years of Kansas City's offense with. Eric Bieniemy as the play caller. As far as I understand it, Eric Bieniemy's never been the play caller for Kansas City, yeah. and that's part of what I think has been holding him back. And a lot of people have pushed back the other way, saying, well, Doug Peterson wasn't a play caller, and Matt Nagy wasn't a play caller under Andy Reid either, and they got head coaching opportunities. Why hasn't Eric Bieniemy? Mm-hmm. And I don't know the answer to that, but I I just think that to say I don't really think – it's my understanding he hasn't – ever consistently called play. I'm not saying he's never called plays in a game, but I think Andy Reid has been the primary play caller throughout his tenure in Kansas City. Yeah, seems like it. I, I mean, certainly a guy who's had success, though, but, I mean, then we get into all the offensive coordinator stuff that we talked about with Bill O'Brien and last year and everything of having that experience as a play caller being, I, mean, I think you said it, Paul, as like if it kind was of that relevant, last feature yeah. you need to, to, to take that next step, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I just... I think that some of these guys, um, you know, the coordinators, I think you need to at least get to that level to get really into the head coaching circles, you know? Yeah. 
if you're not if you're not a coordinator, it's I think it's hard to make the jump. It's not impossible. Guys have done it, but I, I, mean, I think you have to be calling plays um, on both sides of the ball. You know, defensive coordinator, offense, whatever. You have to be calling plays and running a you know some sort of offense, some sort of program. And other than India, are there any head coaching positions still open? Was in there the another league? one? So, Ari- Carolina, uh, Carolina, Arizona still open, Frank. isn't it? Arizona. Arizona yeah. and Indy, right? They, you know, Houston is uh, Tamika Ryan's. Obviously, Denver was Sean Payton. Carolina's Carolina Frank. was Frank Reich, and then the other two, I think, is Arizona and Indy. I think they're both still vacant. Still waiting to. see. I saw that like Brian Flores was a candidate in Arizona, but he has recently taken a defensive coordinator job in Minnesota. Yep. Replacing Ed Donatel. Good for him. That's uh. Yeah, I mean, good for Minnesota. I mean, their, yeah. their defense was a train wreck. Yeah, spent a year in, in, in Pittsburgh, and, yeah, I got a lot of respect for B-Flow. We'll see how he does with, with Kevin O'Connell, a couple other Patriots guys. Um, you know, Paul, I, I, there was something I, was th- I want to bring up. I'm going to bring up something with you since I, I since Fred's not here and I get to kind of run the show for a moment. Would have um, been nice if he told us he wasn't coming. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, we just sat with him for two hours. What happened? I hope, no, no I hope he's okay. Or he spent he spent half the meeting making fun of me. <laughs> so I can send a wellness check. A lot of a lot of a lot of check it out, Fred. Hopefully, hopefully he'll walk in. I soon. will. Send, I'll send him a text um, now. But uh, I, w- I want to talk just about something Andy wrote yesterday, and a very common thing that people are talking about um, with T Higgins, and you know the Patriots should pursue T Higgins and. I want to say at the top of this, like, I get it. Like, they need they need any plus weapon that they can get. Um, but I just wonder, is this just kind of a reaction to what the Eagles did last year with A.J. Brown? And would this occur to anybody had the Eagles not kind of made a similar move? Now, for me, I see A.J. Brown as a number one receiver. And I just wonder with T. Higgins, and we hear so much the last few years, they got a bunch of twos and threes. Do we think T. Higgins is a two or a three, or do we think he's a potential number one? Now, I went and looked at some of the numbers, and he, when, when Jamar Chase was out this year, he performed very well. Like, he, he had some real good games. So I think he's a consistent guy. Every, all three of his years, he looked like, um, you know, a guy who just is consistent in producing. Uh, but I just, and it's just such a, a popular hot button topic. I didn't want to pick on Andy, but I just thought, you know, is this, is well, this just kind of a reaction? You could pick on him for stealing my take, yeah. but that's, that's <laughs> neither here nor there. But, but, but a lot of people have talked about this, and, and that's, I just I can't help but feel like, is this really the guy? Like, And again, A.J. Brown, I'd be all for it. You know, like, I think he's a number one. He's a beast. He brings a whole thing to you. I just don't know about T. Higgins, and if this is just a reaction to certainly a Patriots need, but is this really the guy that they need to come in and really make the difference? That, that's what I'm Yeah, wondering. I mean, I, I think he is. Um, now, I'm not going to sit here and bang the table saying, well, you had a disastrous offseason because you didn't make this trade for T. Higgins. And I'm not, I'm not saying that. But I, I do think that he has enough of a sample size where he is the guy. And the offense looks very similar, if not the same. Um, and I think he has the size to be a number one kind of guy. I yeah, mean, I mean, obviously, Chase, is, you know, Chase was a top – I think he was the fifth pick. You know, top five pick. So – Chase has, has elevated everybody, but he was there before Chase, and he had to step in when Chase was out for a good stretch last year in the production. You know, that was when the Bengals were playing their best football um, was in you know November and December when they went undefeated. So I, I do think that he would transform the offense, but I think I think Cincinnati thinks that too. You know, and I don't know. You, know, you asked the question, like, would people be saying this if not for what happened last year with Philadelphia? And maybe not. But I do think, much like 
when Peyton Manning changes, uh, and by the good news, Fred Kirsch is on his oh, way. Oh, like, thank he's, God. He's on his way. <laughs> um, much like when Peyton Manning switched teams from, you know, Indy to Denver initially, um, you know, and y- y- you started to see quarterbacks change teams. Well, you never really thought, like, geez, can we make a move to get Aaron Rodgers? You would never think that. But then once quarterback movement among high-profile quarterbacks starts to happen, you start to think, well, yeah, why not? Why couldn't we do that? And I think same thing with all those wide receivers that entered the last year of their rookie deals and sort of started to make a fuss like, oh, you know what? I know I have another year on my rookie deal, but you're going to pay me now or trade me. Yeah. So the precedent's been set. And I, I, I used the four guys that did it last year very successfully. Two of them changed teams. Two of them got deals. And I think that Cincinnati, when push comes to shove, will do everything in their power to keep that together at least, cause at least I think, one more year. Yeah, because I think that you have you still have Chase on his rookie deal. Burrow's going to get paid now, more than likely. And I think Higgins would look at it and say, why do I want to leave this? We're going to have – I'm going to be very successful. We're going to have a very good offense, and we're going to have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Where do I want to go? What do you then th- maybe he might look at it differently after that. What do you think it would potentially take to get him? Like, I mean, what will be a trade package? Do you think that the Patriots have any non-draft pick – specific player assets to move no. like it's no it would have to be draft picks you know because i mean we, I, I would you know probably a first round pick but maybe you know could have two kyle duggar could have two and a three but why would you want to do that i know it's it's almost a swap of two guys that are in the last year of their deal and maybe you know what i mean like i, I yeah i'm just trying to think of somebody who moves the needle hi fred what are we talking about t higgins. About t higgins andy's oh. piece about t higgins and uh yeah that was that we were trying to just tread water without you we were like i thought a, you were we, talking about aaron Rodgers for a second no i was saying like you would look at it you know, maybe 10 years ago, and you'd say, well, you know, I can't get it. Aaron Rodgers. Why, why am I going to even think about trading for him? That, that's impossible. But when you start to see high-profile quarterbacks changing teams, now it opens the door, and people go into this season and say, yeah, why not Aaron Rodgers? I could, I could make a trade for Aaron Rodgers. Same thing with the, these high-profile wide receivers. F- five years ago, I would have said, T. Higgins is on his rookie contract. Why would Cincinnati want to get rid of him? Right. Yep. But they might not want to get rid of him. T. Higgins might say, bleep you, trade me, yeah. unless you're going to pay me. Right. And that's why he could be available. Now, I don't think he will because I think he will look at it like I just said. I can win a Super Bowl here. I'm going to be very successful in this offense. I have Joe Burrow throwing me the football. Why do I want to go into the last year of my deal on an offense that has a lot of question marks? Yeah. You know? So I don't think that T. Higgins will do that. But he might. Who knows? Is there anybody else out there? I'm sorry, Fred. I'm, I'm going to let you get in. No, it's okay. <laughs> I just yeah. I, Is there anybody else out there? And I haven't seen it mentioned. It's just everybody's like, T. Higgins, T. Higgins. Is there anyone else out there in, the, in this kind of position? That they Jerry Judy is the other one. I like that one. I like that one, too. Yeah. yeah. And well, you know, you have Alabama. Uh, you have a little bit of the Alabama connection, even though they really didn't. They know each other, paths. but they didn't really play that much together, um, if at all. Um, same kind of deal. Going into his... Uh, I think this is his fifth-year option year, right? Has he been a disappointment? I, I L- like, a little bit, I mean, but I, I mean, the, team, the offense has been a train wreck. Yeah, Russell Wilson. and Which is why I think he's more attainable because he might look at it and say, I need to get out of here. My career's dying because this guy can't throw the ball anymore. Yeah, how does he feel about Sean Payton too? And, yeah, I don't and know. Where that direction's going. I would, I would say that, that probably eliminates him because Sean Payton is pretty smart, and if he can play, he'll probably find a way. But yeah. at the same time, Sean Payton had a wide receiver who was pretty productive entering the last year of his rookie deal. Mount Cooks, here we go. Mount Cooks. (laughs) And the Patriots made a trade for him. Yeah. Brandon Cooks. 
All right. Um, so you've been talking about possible free agent movement, big name free agent movement. Yeah, we yeah. brought up that Andy's article. We talked, uh, you know, little little Super Bowl, uh, you know, plans this weekend for people. Food. Yeah. Those kind of things. What will you be guys be doing? Uh, group. I'm trying, that's what I'm trying alone? to decide. Yeah. Group. Family. I'm gonna eat. Whole yeah. Family. Yeah. Get together. Alex has got a baby shower during. I'm it. gonna be uh, <laughs> baby shower. It's a Super Bowl party. On vacation during the so Super you're, Bowl. Where, you're, so you're out next week, where, and you're headed to uh, Aruba. Aruba. So I'm going to be watching on the beach. Yeah. Are you shutting all my TVs off there, Morel? Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What do you mean you're getting flagged? Oh. Yeah, yeah. We shouldn't do that. Yeah, no one wants to watch basketball. Yeah. Except for me and Paul last week. That <laughs> women's basketball game that, for <laughs> some reason, we were glued to. Yeah. Well, listen, any any any. <laughs> Amateur sports, Paul's into. <laughs> yeah, this is why I don't come in in the front. Well, <laughs> Thursday and Friday, the he's flying tournament. high. He's in the Beanpot final on Monday night. I know. It's, uh, I can't believe Huskies North, knocked off his hated Terriers. Northeastern versus Harvard. Did you? What, it's the first. What's time. What's the line on that it's one? It's the Paul. first time. Harvard should be the. Favorite. Isn't that crazy to you that this is yeah, the first time it, in it, seventy-one years? That it speaks to the utter ineptitude of right, those two schools. Yeah, right. Oh come on. <laughs> or. How BU and BC, BC are hockey factories. That too. Um, that UMass, too. Megan. Uh, yeah. Do you still have UMass is not, not, not invited. <laughs> we have his little brother. He's too far. Oh, you got him a little Makar? Yeah, we got a little Makar. Oh, he's fun to watch. The big one. I Talk know. about disappointments this year. So what other storylines story do we have, um, Patriots or Super Bowl related or anything like that, that we need to uh, place on the table here? Yeah, that's what I mean. We're trying to dig through any Patriots takes, and there wasn't, you know, not a lot going on the last two days. I think a lot of it's just been the um, the Super Bowl buildup and how healthy is Patrick Mahomes. And you know, listen to a lot of the takes of of you know, I just I respect a lot of people I've heard on the radio just saying like you just can't rule out Patrick Mahomes like in this game. And even if you would think that the offensive line and defensive line advantages go to Philadelphia, Patrick Mahomes is is the wild card this weekend. And you know how he kind of does that that could very well determine what the game is. Yeah. So I, I mean, if they, if he comes out and looks like nothing's wrong, I'm, I'm sure people will be looking into what did they do over these last two weeks to get him ready, and like, people are going to be clamoring for whatever that technique was for going forward for other guys who have high ankle sprains. Oh God! And then poor like people like Mac Jones will be like, well, just do what Patrick Mahomes did, right? <laughs> you know, right. right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I there's no way I think that he could be 100%. No. I just don't think. But I want I mean I do wonder what the status is just in terms of having played a game on it and now you got 2 weeks off is that a good thing to get a game in and 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 kind of get used to it and, and know what you're dealing with or did that set him back maybe? Yeah, did, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know either. But we'll see. We will see. All possibilities. Yeah. I would say he's not as healthy as he would yeah. have been had oh, he not played. Did you know that the Kelseys are brothers, and they're playing against each other in this game. I, is that true? I heard. Yeah. I heard something about. Yeah, and that. their mother is going to be there. Now, is there a third yeah. brother, Cooper? <laughs> yeah, too? Cooper Kelsey. Yeah, Cooper. Kelsey. I bet their mom makes one of those yeah. split jerseys. Yeah, they're, they're, Dude, I did see she baked. She like gave them both cookies, and it just looked like classic mom bag of cookies, like Jason Kelsey. But like from you mom, know, and the like, way they so did it, they were on <laughs> stage, and like she comes up behind him, like it's a surprise, like she was coming back from war, and they haven't seen her for like <laughs> you know, it's one of those things She's you see on Twitter. It's like. You it's like don't mock those. those. Those get me every time. You probably reunion. saw her like three hours earlier. <laughs> right, you know, right, but those right. military reunions get me every oh, time. Oh, every single time with the tears. kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah, forget it. I know, but it was just kind of. I don't know. Even even I think uh, Travis admitted because even I'm getting sick of my mom right at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, big shock that he's the one that's sick of his mom. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Jason was like, I love my mother. She's a saint. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Dorothy Mantooth. But you know, I think I think there's some pretty good buzz around the game this year. You know, it's a good matchup. Yeah, I agree. Good matchup. I think what what I'm what I'm kind of like, and I haven't didn't watch a lot of Philly this year. I just I feel like I have a, a inflated opinion of Philadelphia. Perhaps I think that maybe because I'm impressed by their two lines winning. Yeah, winning. Um, but you know, then I turn on the radio and I hear oh, like, they, oh they, they haven't beat anybody. Oh, they stink. And then I hear about Chris Sims. Who like you know usually I go the opposite of him but he he hates Jalen Hurts too I guess and it's just like making the rounds at Radio Row you know undercutting him talking about that, that he's really not that good yeah I've no. been I've been totally impressed with him no every good. time I've watched no the Eagles I know he was hurt um, but I mean they just they're they're a really talented team and that's hard to I overlook. just think it's weird in and just how much people have been willing to dismiss everything Philadelphia has done. Yeah. And, was and I'm, not, really I'm, not, I'm not trying to tell you that I'm this huge Eagles fan or Jalen Hurts fan. I think hey, Jalen Hurts' uh, progression as a passer to me is astounding how much better he is well, we saw today than he was when he came into the league. the beginning of this yeah. year. I mean, in between, you know? in between Joe, Bla- Joe Flacco bathroom breaks, we saw out back in Philly last summer. And, like, and listen, I, I, I have no doubts that – they're doing things, uh, you know, stop me if you've heard this before, but they're actually coaching and they're accentuating the things that he does well and they're making it a little bit easier for him, probably taking away some of the things that he struggled with. You yeah. know, half field reads, you know, RPOs, you know, st- using him more as a, an absolute. I mean, he, he rushed for almost 800 yards and yeah. I don't even know how many touchdowns, 14 touchdowns, 13 touchdowns, whatever it was. Um, the guys had an MVP year. I yeah. think he. I think he has been the MVP. I don't. I. I think Mahomes will win it going away, um, but I. I and we'll find that out tonight, I right? The honors. Yeah. I think the NFL uh, yeah. honors are tonight. I think just too many people just dismissing say him. He got benched in the second half of the national championship, and it was the right move. And and that's when people got out, and they've never right. gotten back in. You know, well, and, he's and, and he's he definitely has, not a pure like passer he's not a no but you know, but he's not going to be confused with tom brady or peyton manning as a passer. but i think if he wins this super bowl i'm really rooting for him because i think he is a winner yeah i think he is a winner well, that's the night that he he won me over as a fan yeah like fanboy paul right the way he handled that yeah. that fred's talking about I, was astounding I, like it was the right move by saban to take him out you can't deny that they ended up winning the game and they were behind but i and so because of that people think well he's not a winner but I think he is a winner, you know, um, and I and I think he's proving it this year. But he needs that big game win against a good opponent, and I think then people will start to forget about Alabama. Yeah, the other the other interesting like take that I'm just kind of like what about was that their window's going to close soon? Like they were like that was another talking point that I heard that that Philly's kind of there now and they've they've got to get one. Like why? No, like, I think that was a Jerry Jones thing. Um, Jerry Jones made a comment like they went all in on this year. And people are trying to figure out why is that accurate? I'm trying to figure it out. You know. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm sure they signed some I think Hassan Reddick is a was a one-year contract. They, I, I'm sure they signed some free agents on one-year deals. But AJ Brown they they gave the bag to. So he's not going anywhere. How many years is he? I got to look that one up. You know. So I, I I don't understand why that's the case. I mean, I I I think Bradbury may have been a one-year deal to uh, as well, but I, I don't think that they're just going to fall apart next year. I think they're a pretty good team. What I've been stunned with is the amount of they haven't played against anybody's. Yeah, that's the other one. I mean, they play in a division that had three playoff teams, right? And that winning streak at the beginning of the year, like no matter who you're playing, it's hard to string that many wins together, right? In the and NFL. and mm-hmm. for the most part, 
they played pretty well. You yeah. know, they had a couple of just like everybody else. They had, you know, Kansas. I mean, there was a stretch that Kansas City was going overtime with like Houston. You know, I don't hear anybody saying they didn't play anybody. You know, is it just because the Chiefs have a track record for five years, so they're overlooking it? You know, those kinds of things. I think both of these teams were two of the best three or four teams in football from the start of the year on, and they they stayed there. Yeah. They never really, I mean, they both went 14 and 3. They never really had any lulls. Right. Well, and I don't think either one of them has trailed in the playoffs. Was that? I, th- I think I saw that too, that both of them have just, I mean, obviously the Eagles had a pretty, you know, an easier yeah. kind of road. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, the Eagles' road in the playoffs is, ap- that's undeniable. It's Patriots mid to 2010s. They had two tomato can games. Yeah. I guess the other thing that is still uh, in Patriots fans' mind is, you know, what's going to happen with Tom Brady? After our show, Robert Kraft, um, he had another interview with somebody with uh, NBC yeah. 10. Malcolm so. Johnson, yeah. I want to say the guy's name was. Yeah, and said that, you know, he wants to sign him to a one-day contract. And, yeah, I don't, I don't know why Robert's stuck on that in particular, but I think, you know, the intention is to do something, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, he clearly wants him to come back. And, I mean, everybody wants him to come back. I think it's just a question of what does Tom want to do and, you know, what does yeah. he feel is appropriate. And, you know, hopefully they can uh, they can all get together and figure out something fun coming down the pike. Yeah, so he, internally we've had fun over the last few days talking about what should we do, what can we do, what are the things that are on the table. You know, and obviously this is all up to Tom Brady, you yeah. know, so it's only – just spitballing until he says what he wants to do but you know you kind of want to give him some options like yeah what's he thinking so we'll see i mean he's announced he's not going to be doing um broadcasting till 2024 so what did did you think of the florio speculation that he may not be done like that was him florio i think you uh, can't help but say that there's even even if it's small that there's a percentage that he could still play like you know, I think I heard you on the, one of your shows, Paul. Uh, <laughs> you saying, didn't hear me. You know, if if a team is down a quarterback going into training because yeah. of injury, you know, like it's going to get the itch. Yeah, I think that's the hard time too. I mean, I've heard, talked to a couple of different football players who always say that, like, you don't care during the offseason. You're like, oh, this is great. But as soon as, like, training camp comes and, like, the smell of the grass in the summer. Like, I remember James Devlin specifically when I talked to him for my article I wrote last year saying that's that's when it happens. Like, August. That's when you start to get the itch and you want to play again. Right now he's probably just enjoying being yeah, away from I didn't him. see. Unless you're the Mannings and they you know, <laughs> seem to have something to do every day. I didn't see the thing about by Florio. Uh, I would put that at less than 1%. Like I, I maybe I'm being the naive one, which I try not. I, I'm usually the cynical one. I believe Tom when he said, you know, he kind of was poking fun at himself. You know, this time for good or whatever. Yeah. But why, when he was asked that direct question uh, recently, I, I think it was on his. He didn't answer it directly. I don't know what. Like I, he, I haven't seen him talk. You know, it was all this since stuff, the video. Yeah, I think it was Jim Gray that asked him the question, and he he didn't answer or the Adam question. Back. What? Brady swore at Jim Gray. Oh no, that no, was no, that was that was earlier. before. Yeah, no, but that was if I knew what I was going to f and do, I would have f and done it already. No, no, no this is just like last week. Um, you so know, wait, sorry, so pause. Was Tom so colon <laughs> was so, or, so organic? No, he asked him. <laughs> yes. he, he just asked him this this week on the podcast, and the, the answer wasn't a yes or no. It was a lot of filibustering, and you know, was that on this podcast with Bill? Because I didn't. See I, it might have been the same episode. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yep. 
then why not just go through the off season with just I don't know, I don't know. Like why would why would you come out again? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. I, well, <laughs> I mean, if you're saying no, and somebody yeah. wants you, they have to come at you hard. If you're like, mm, I'm, you know, then you lose. You, you, you know, you create leverage for yourself if you're saying, you know, uh, yeah. If you're intimating anyway that I'm done. I think you're right though, Fred. Like if like Tua gets concussed like week two of training camp, like right, <laughs> you know, like that just seems they come hard for Brady, right? Like yeah. that's just he's sitting out there. That's I mean, a great scenario. I think teams that you know are a quarterback away. Yeah, what's and, stopping and there's, you? And there's nothing on record. You know, there is on record, like he said. You know, this time I'm done. You know, um, but I don't know. You know, when Jim Gray asked him, he didn't. He wouldn't say it. I, I just need to see him get through in August. If I see him get through through the well, August, to me it's the season. <laughs> I, I think it's the regular once the games start. But I don't know. Maybe I'm being. Well, do you think though? But I got my eyes closed and I'm not paying attention to all the signs. But to that because your though, scenario but, was very plausible. <laughs> but unless he unless he comes back and like does really well, does it? Well, I mean, well, does it hurt him to come back and just be on a middling team? Right, well, that, the, just to collect a paycheck. The point I was just going to say to Paul was, and you know, we talked about this last week was, you know the lack of preparation this year being part of the reason why he didn't have a great year. And mm-hmm. does he recognize that? And, and is it going to be even worse if he just tries to hop in week three well, and, and, and try to, well, try it's, to do it's it? preparation and it's also passion, yeah. you know, and his own father said recently, he noticed a decline in the passion mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. I got to stop paying more attention to this crap. Yeah. Um, I wonder why. That's interesting to yeah, me. I missed like your entire personal life falling apart. Yeah. Tom Senior. Hard to get I missed all of this. Hard to get excited about football when, yeah, when Tom Senior mentioned that. You know, and he would know. He's watched his son his whole life. Damn right. Damn right. I just never thought that that's what would go. I thought that that his his will to compete and to play would drag him one year too far beyond what his body I, could actually. I, I do. think you can't. For whatever reason, they got divorced. You can't discount that whole situation. That it tore him oh, yeah. mentally. Yeah, you know it. it you know it, it. He lost his focus because, you know, he really was in both trying to be in both places and and trying to, you know, salvage this. And I, I think it really did take a toll on him, and it took away his focus on football. And once he came, once he decided to unretire the first time, there's no discounting. Like you know. As he's working out, as he's preparing for the season, how much is that? Is he like trying to hide it? Like, no, Alex, don't worry about me over here. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you in the kit. But, but like, I gotta, I gotta work out and prepare or and, and kind of not let her see me that I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm not really all in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I do. It's like Tom, why are you doing squats still? So I no, no yeah. reason, no reason. I think that's a, I think that's a huge, I think that's a huge part of it. Because they didn't just all of a sudden wake up on whatever the date was that we found out that they were divorced and it was over. I mean, it was it was deteriorating. Well, him leaving training camp. I mean, wasn't wasn't that was reported why he left training camp was I mean, they went on like a that's the speculation to to save it. Maybe that's the speculation. But I'm talking about even in the off season as he's preparing for the season. It's you know, what (laughs) was he in Montana with Danny Amendola and (laughs) Julian Edelman? I don't think so. Yeah. Sorry, Alex. And I think I think the final straw no, for her was that wasn't my fault. You won a Super Bowl in Tampa. Why are you still playing? Yeah. You know what have you? And I think those so those last two years in Tampa, that those were probably miserable for him, and for her. Well, last year. Well, two years ago they were good. Uh, I, they were good, but they I'm were not, really good. But I think he's he he you know mentally fought through it. 
I but I think it, it you know but I just can't imagine that she was happy after you win a Super Bowl that you, you're going to keep playing now. Yeah, you know it seemed like the perfect kind of sail off into the oh, sunset. Of course it was. You know, no one's really going to – I mean, everybody's going to talk about that Super Bowl that he won away from here. Nobody's really going to talk about these you, last you, two you, seasons. You quit really. on top. Yeah, could you have kept playing? You could have, and that's part of what makes it great. It's like who knows how, how long he could have kept playing. You leave that ambiguous, you know. Um, there's no there's no answer, There's no correct answer to that question. And so you leave on top and sail off into the sunset, and everything's good. I just think the hard thing with him is he's as competitive an athlete as I've ever seen. And how do you make up for that? I think that's the hardest thing yeah. for, for professional athletes. They get out of the sport. They're so used to competing. And, and, and like, even for me, like, I don't know about you, Paul, but like when I got out of playing college hockey, like it's a void and you just, you don't realize how lucky you are to be able to go out and play a sport and compete against other guys at a level, even at, you know, just college sport level. It's an adjustment for anybody. It's, absolutely it's like your true. identity. Yeah. yeah. Oh, me a hundred percent. I mean, 100%. like I, I stopped playing tennis for a long time and I just started playing again. And I'm telling you, I have pure joy being out on the tennis court. You know, I get that the smell I, of the balls. Yeah, it's just just getting out there and hitting, <laughs> and you know, you know, competing against yourself and trying Save to get that better. One, and like, I miss that. I really miss that. And I, you know, I'm so happy that I'm still have enough health to do that. It's still and still that's a game you can play for a long time. Now yeah. imagine football. The yeah. intensity it requires right. within yourself to suit up every week and play football. And, and then how do you even begin to mimic that? Yeah, where do you get the competition like you have to, like, rush? Enlist in the Again. army. And, and football football stands alone. I mean, right. I can still play softball. I can play men's pickup hockey. You can go play soccer. I mean, you know, you can play tennis. And like, and I've told you guys this story. Flag that's why high school football, Thanksgiving Day, and I never thought it was going to affect me watching my son the last game of the year the way it did and he wasn't even eligible to play he had his arm was broken at the time because 95 percent of the kids that play will net they will never play football again real foot they're not going to put on the pads one of um will's really good friends uh, one of the captains of the team is a kid who i happen to coach a lot in peabody shamrocks paul no, no, no. This is, la- this, is, this is the last, this is the last game of the of year. Uh, Thanksgiving, you know, this is the last game that he ever played. He's walking around, and, and I, I'm standing with his father. He comes over. He goes, I don't want to take my helmet off. And he goes, why? He goes, I'm never going to put it back on again. Yeah. And he, it's absolutely right. I watched the same thing with my nephew who did play four years in college, and he's had, he had his helmet in his head. I told you that story. We tailgated after his last game when they got knocked out of the playoffs, and he was just carrying his helmet around. Because I'm never going to put this helmet on again. And, like, basketball, I'm going to play games forever at the Y. You know, individual sports, golf, ten, you know, you, you could play those forever. Well, you know, maybe you can't we, play football. Maybe now. we misspoke because yesterday I saw some pictures on the Internet of a certain uh, duo in some football jerseys out on the field that, that apparently your, your football career did continue. One word. With uh, <laughs> dominant. Yeah. <laughs> Check those out. Some great picks. Big head and, and Paul and uh, – Patriots jersey playing, uh, was it touch or flag? Yeah, what here? was that, Fred? Because Paul doesn't That was the media day, wasn't it? It was a media game yeah. that we had. When did that end? I, I, I went, everybody I got too old. Pay you to see that today. Yeah, she's all cocky. Steve she's Burton was. <laughs> I'm ready to suit up. <laughs> Steve Burton, quarterback. Steve Burton could play, though. That was yeah. the difference. We had like Zoe and Burton one year playing quarterback for each team, and that was a little different. <laughs> you, Not bad. You're a quarterback. You must have been a third string. You're I, like, what the hell? Yeah, I can't you know, <laughs> I, I had a catch passes that year. <laughs> Um, but I really don't remember. I remember the first time we did it, 
Um, and Fred will remember it's the first ever game at CMGI Field, Fred. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and I had we all had practice jerseys. We had the blue and the white practice jerseys. That's how we divided it up. Okay. This I don't remember putting on uh, like a replica game jersey. That's I know that's not an authentic game jersey, but uh, Big Head had the Richard Seymour, and I had. Brady. Tom Brady. I, I, yeah. I said to Paul, I, how yeah. did Andy not have 44, and how did he not somehow get a neck roll on? Right. Like, I just feel like that's Andy specific. I But I remember a media game that you guys got trounced by, like, Jacksonville or something. Yeah. Like, in oh, I, camp. I wasn't involved. Yeah, in no, I would think it was the Saints media. Saints. Saints. Yeah. It, it, embarrassing. Yeah. I, I was. I could tell you I the individuals involved in that. I didn't play in the game, <laughs> thankfully. But the so-called young I, guys. I All of a sudden, you guys weren't part of this I one. was embarrassed <laughs> to call these people my colleagues, losing to guys from the Saints. I, I remember if you I'll, knew who was playing, you'd understand well, why we got killed. I remember oh, one yes, highlight. I Drew Brees was playing that day. <laughs> no, 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 no. For the media. For our media. That's what I'm talking about. If you knew who was on our team, you'd know why they got killed. Yeah, it was awful. Well, I remember a highlight. <laughs> we were all in here, Fred. <laughs> and I remember thinking, wow, Tommy Curran can actually scoot. Like, uh, he has some speed to Tom's him. a decent athlete. Yeah. He's a pretty good basketball player, yeah. actually. And he's a pretty good golfer, too. Yeah, I know he still plays basketball. Yeah. I remember he caught a pass and, and ran away, but same thing. So, so auto QB for any of these media games. But we should bring that back. We got, I think we got some athletes here in Not the. Not me. Uh, but that was fine. Uh, you know, Andy, that was funny that he put that photo because Mike restarted it by just putting a random photo of all of us sitting around yeah, watching a Michael Davis Smith Felger. It wasn't Michael oh, Davis Smith. Who is it? it Michael, was Michael Smith. Michael Smith. Sorry, sorry. Uh, different person. <laughs> yeah, Shane Donaldson. Shane Andy Donaldson. Hart. Brian Morey. Yeah. Michael Felger, yep. actually, uh, on when the beat. So that had to be like 03-ish, 04. Yeah. Long time ago. Yep. So Evidently, back. it was the last day off I've ever had because I, I was not in the I, picture. I, I told Paul, I, there was there's somebody crammed in between, and I, I zoomed in on the legs. didn't look like Paul's legs. Not that I studied Do you imagine legs. he said that to me? <laughs> I, I zoomed in on the legs. It didn't look like you were legs. Right. At least Fred looked at the sneakers to see if you could recognize the sneakers. Right. Which is what I did. Well, I don't know what sneakers you were. You, you creep. You're checking <laughs> out my, <laughs> my stems. This has always been a yeah. leg guy I anyway. That's yeah. 100% true. Caps? 100%. I don't know. He didn't look like Paul's cat. He likes those games. Well, that was pre that was pre-torn Achilles, so I actually. Oh, had a you calf. Had, you had some I had a calf then. <laughs> yeah. That's why you didn't recognize yeah, him. Yeah, we've done. I mean, we've done a lot of training camps now together. I know anyone who looks like in shorts. I know what those. There's no Unfortunately, like. There's no I scar. also know what have these guys' toes look like. What's the deal with oh, the flip flops oh, at training Felger. camp? Felger had flip flops. Not flops. just Felger. Oh, Giardi. Many. Giardi. At least Phil, five. Giardi. Phil is a flip flop. Giardi camp literally guy. puts a beach towel down. <laughs> He's getting the sunscreen and the lotion. So why did little radio? It's you know because they don't take care of their men's toes. I'm with you, Alex. Men's toes. So they should remain hidden. Like See, now, as someone who I has take a pair, offense to that, yeah. as someone who has uh, perfectly yeah. uh, <laughs> adequate and their adequacy well, feet. Yeah, you if you take care of your feet, I give you permission to wear flip flops to training camp. Well, I don't wear flip flops to training camp because I don't think it's professional. But not I because my not That's because my I'm toes are not <laughs> not because my toes are unkempt. Yeah, I, no, I, but you're right. I, you know, so men men really do. Uh, let their cover toes them go. Up, cover them up. Yeah. Cover them up. I mean, some people have nice ones, like very rare. What about flip flops on a plane? No. No. Yeah. No, no. no. I saw that a tweet go so viral the other day. A woman was talking about how the man next door was cutting his toenails no. on the plane and, and one landed one on her. Landed on on that. I yeah. hear stories about that all the time, and I always <laughs> think that they're lies. They could be. You know, like yeah. no one does that, right? But no one, does some someone really do that? There's wacky I, people out I there. I took though. a red eye back from Vegas one time, and I sat next to this couple, older couple. This lady, for at least an hour, took her credit card and picked her teeth. Oh. Like, click, click. And I was like, oh, this is freaking disgusting. That's been like everywhere. You're, like, running that yeah. thing through She's every picking her teeth with her like credit flip-flops card. flip-flops on a plane, to me, is not something I would want to be doing. 
Like, uh, let alone I'm grossing other people out. But, like, planes, like, to me are, like, gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, if you have I to wouldn't evacuate, wear, you don't want to Get off a plane, yeah. instant shower. Yeah, I wouldn't want to wear flip-flops on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> flip-flops on a plane. Yeah, I mean, unless you're, like, going Snakes on a plane, Phoenix to yeah, Vegas. You know, like, it's like a 20-minute, like, hey, I'm going somewhere well, warm to somewhere there, there's warm. There's something to be said in a long flight of taking your shoes off. Because your feet do, like, swell up a little. When do you do that? I take my shoes. I have socks on. I don't do that. I'll, I'll take my shoes off. Wow. You're getting the... Uh, I don't have You're getting feet. the visual finger wag yeah. from See, Alex. I right I'm now. just intrigued. I, I think, I, I think you'd like my feet, by the way. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll see. When oh. training camp runs around, no, we'll I, do a ranking I, I, of the, yeah. of the Patriots. I, I, I will not be participating. <laughs> I, I've always had good feet. Really? Yeah. I, I actually had a girl in college like, Is this Dean like, Blandino that was on obsessed the, uh, with my feet. That means you take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, what they say. Yeah. We could check in my wife. She says I have crab toes because they're, like to- they're, <laughs> they're like long and bendy. <laughs> yeah. If you care about your feet and the cleanliness of your shoes, you you take good care of yourself. What about That's people what that the, were just born with, say, long toes that are kind of bony? long toes. I can understand that. <laughs> but are they clean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just keep oh, yeah. clean. Oh, yeah. I clean them, but, yeah. TJ smell like uh, <laughs> Haymarket uh, on, uh, like, a, on, on oh, like a Saturday morning. Oh. Yeah, that was happened to me when I got to my freshman year at Holy Cross. My roommate had, like, he's one of those people who never wore socks, so that just destroyed. I mean, now oh, he, yeah. you destroy sneakers. I'd be like, yeah. dude, I you, can't do it just you, for that you reason. You got to put your shoes outside. Like, you're stinging up the whole Oh, yeah. Room. Like, you got to wear socks. It's just not right. It's just not right. Gross. Imagine Our, uh, how many harumps Evan would have had by now if he was uh, <laughs> oh, he, part <laughs> of the <this> show. <laughs> Shoes. <laughs> Speaking of him, he's not joining us. He though. will. He'll be for later. the. He'll come by the, later. He's got yeah. a little catch twenty two coming later. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right. Eight five five Pats five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web Radio at Patriots dot com is the email address. Oh, by the way, I just I'm just watching on TV, NBC Sports. They're at Radio Row. I do think Radio Row is more active than it's been over the last few years. I believe. I mean, I take this with a grain of salt, COVID? but I I believe that they have tweeted out. Brian McCarthy. Yeah. Said it's the most. Um, Radio Row um, credentials they've given out. Yeah, and but Ever. like decent guests, like decent people are walking through. You know, like they've they got Dean Blandino on right now. That's a good get, especially um, in the aftermath yeah. of the commissioner yesterday saying, uh, "quote Officiating has never <laughs> been better." <laughs> Woof. Yeah, and he's got good hair, by the way. Dean Blandino. <laughs> he does have good hair. Yeah, that's. I'm jealous, yeah. much like me in the uh, the picture with the Tom Brady shirt on. <laughs> All right. Um, I didn't have good hair then either, but it was it was at least existing. Had it. Let's get to the phones. Uh, Patty's in Agawam on the Ace Ticket Hotline. What's up, Patty? Hey, everyone. How's, how you doing, everyone, this Thursday? Okay. Fabulous. Right. I wanted to throw a couple takes out there on, on wide receivers. And um, the first one I can't take credit for. I, I heard Derek Haven from Adspan say this. And it, I thought it was a really good point on DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, not just, you know, the age and the fact that he's, he's not, like, the fastest guy. But last year he did get a CD suspension. And, if uh, like, let's say we, we were to trade for him, and if, if he got popped again, I mean, that would be it. He'd be done for the season. And, you know, that would that would pretty much um, put us in sort of the same bind that we're in right now. And um, my second take is I know, Paul, you were talking about how um, – you don't want another one of these like slot machine guys. And to me, I, I don't care. I don't care who who they are. I mean, we've seen over the past twenty plus years great pass catchers come in all shapes and sizes. I I mean, I don't care if it's a running back, a third down back, a big tight end like 
grunt, get, not white grunt. But get like open and that, catch that it. That sort of mold. I just want somebody that can get open and get some yak. You know, I, I want I want the guy that on third down in the red zone, goal to go situation. You know the ball's going there. The entire stadium, the defense, they know the ball's going there, and he can't stop it. And that's the guy I want. I don't know if he exists. If we if we can get him this off season, but that's who I want. That's all I got, guys. All right. Talk to you next week. Thanks, Patty. Appreciate it. Somebody awesome. Yeah, that's what I want. Uh, Jerry's in L.A. Hey, Jerry. 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 I love when Hello. I get to do that. <laughs> Jerry. Hello. Turn your internet right. down. <laughs> Call back if you can. Spee's in Fresno. What's up, Spee? Some good off-season plane hygiene talk. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, We've all been there. It's good. I, mean, I mean, I'm concerned, though, like, if I, if I take my, feet, my, shoe up, my shoes off, Maybe I'm like the last person to know how bad my feet smell. You know, sometimes you don't really know. Oh, you know. That's usually the case. Yeah, you're usually a little desensitized to your own stench. That's true. I don't know foot odor. Exactly. It's a concern. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But uh, (laughs) Paul was on on Andy's show and um, talking about the, he said, the myth of uh, the hometown discount idea. And I was kind of curious about your guys' ideas about that. Because Paul, Paul, um, you know, you brought up Mahomes. Mahomes is like, according to over the cap, he's like eighth or something in cash spent this year. So I think that that's the trend where it's just like the Super Bowl winning or, or well, he hasn't won it this year, but they tend to not be like taking the most money. We're not serious about this, are we? What do you mean? They're like 70% of the Super Bowl winning quarterbacks since 91 have been outside the top five in the cash. Oh, okay. So we're just going to move the number around. So when, oh, never mind. I'm not going to get into this. Go ahead. He's one of the highest paid players in the entire league. Yeah. A quarterback position, though, I'm talking about. So who, who cares? He got $63 million when he signed. Like, okay, he's I'll not, he's not like, on a discount. He's not on a discount. His salary now is going to look better because he signed two, right. two years ago. Right. Three years well, ago I mean, now, whatever. You could argue that that's the strategy. That's, it could argue that that's the strategy. No, but you're going to argue with me that you can't win because you do that. That's no, what I'm that's what the people that we that Andy and I were talking about against at the time. Like Ben Volan was suggesting that you don't need to pay your quarterback big money. I would argue that Patrick Mahomes makes big money. If I don't care what it is I in the, on well, the stratosphere of one, two. Cause that right. that all that matters is the date that you sign the contract. You don't need to pay your quarterback big money, but if you have Patrick Mahomes, you need to pay him big money. No, but what if I'm your saying, your quarterback is elite. You're going to have to pay. Him. In order to win, I think yeah. you need to have an elite quarterback. And in order to have an elite quarterback, you have to pay, pay him elite money. Yeah, that's all I, I'm I saying. Completely agree with that. With the, I completely agree with that. With the one qualification that these guys who tend to win, they tend to take just a little bit less. They're super highly paid. But they take a little dip. It just tends to happen. Okay. Whatever makes you sleep better. I, I don't I mean. I'm sorry, the numbers are numbers. I, yeah, and I'm telling you, the, the numbers aren't numbers. The, the, he's one of the highest paid players in the entire league. Like, if he's, if he's not number one, it's because he signed his contract two years ago. Yeah, I mean, I mean when Josh Like, Deshaun Watson now is number one, no? Right. 240 whatever you million know, guaranteed? When Joe Burrow signs his next contract... He's going to be number one. He's going to be number one, or at least like in the top three. Yeah. He might not. These guys might not get Watson. And, money. and if Watson it, might turn out to be an outlier. And if Mahomes got sixty-three million cash two years ago, Burrow's and that was probably, probably and to Spee's yeah. point, that was probably a little low. Well, he probably could have gotten more. But Burrow's probably going to get eighty in cash. Yeah. You know, it just 
it doesn't go down. My it, only it, point is, but yeah, I think Spee's right. Some of these guys can take a little less, and certainly Tom never banged the table to get the absolute most. He did two times, but he was always among the highest paid players in the league. It's a it's a like yeah. a, a misnomer to say you can't win if you pay your quarterback X. That's all I'm I saying. Agree with that. I mean, I just said. I, I, I'm on the, we're on the same page ultimately. I mean, Tom only did it twice. It was like 03 and 16, like that he was top five. And that top five thing is a bit of an arbitrary thing. It's just Correct. That, that, that's my only point, Speed. I don't mean to yell at you because you, know you know you're my boy. I love it if Jalen Hurts wins this year. It's like, you see? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. They could, oh they could absolutely win. Yeah. They could absolutely they win. They just like San Francisco could have won if, if they didn't get decimated. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, 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 right. ha- I have the depth chart. I can tell you why San Francisco could have won. But if you, it, it's not about just winning a Super Bowl because any team yes, and any seed, it's about being consistently an elite team in the league. You know, consistently yeah, having double-digit wins and being no. in the in the. Because you know, I think any, I think Fred's absolutely right. Any team can catch lightning in a bottle and win it once. Right. But in order to be really okay. good, you have to be really good. Yeah. And in order to, be, if you're going to be really good, more than likely year after year, you're make, you're making yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, and you have to have that great quarterback. You just have to. And this was whether a- it's Roethlisberger, Brady, Peyton Manning over the that that period like, so, of time, and now it's Mahomes, Josh Allen. It's going to be Joe Burrow. You, you have to have that great quarterback. Like, like people would make the argument, and I'm not saying Thanks, Spee, Spee. I'm not saying Spee is doing this, but people would make the argument that Buffalo went from the AFC Championship game. And they took a step back this year. Right. Like, I would say that that's utter nonsense. They're in but, the mix. Yeah. But that can happen. But, but they would say because Josh Allen makes too much money now. No. <laughs> that's not why. No. Yeah. I, I, and, and I would say, what, what a year for Patrick Mahomes to say, I'm worth every dime that you paid me yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Because and at least you paid me. And right. I, I think that this is one of those things and why I always come off as the old curmudgeon with spreadsheets like you can make a spreadsheet do whatever you want like you can tell me that Patrick Mahomes is eight so that proves your point I would say it backs up my point he's one of the highest paid players in the entire league he's making a a huge percentage of the salary cap that some teams would refuse to do this one might be one of them right what was the number that Robert Kraft used to be quoted as saying, you don't want your quarterback making more than 16%, 17% of the of cap. cap. Now, some of those numbers may be different now as the cap continues to rise. But that was a, a, a long-held line of thought among some in the league. Yeah. but And, I, and certainly Patrick Mahomes is making more a bigger percentage of the cap than, what do you want to say, 28 out of the 32 teams? Yeah. I don't care what his actual money is. In this league, if you have a great quarterback or a great coach, you pay them. You do whatever it takes to keep them. You know, you know? and you know what I mean by the money. Like, yeah. you can do whatever you want with the cap. Yeah. But like the like, I think he. I think I read something. He got sixty three million just to sign. I don't think a lot of teams want to do that. But in order to be good, you got to do that. Like if you have Joe Burrow, you're going to say I can't, I can't, I can't give him sixty three million to sign. If you're the Chargers, Better. you might never win, yeah. but it's not going to be because you you paid Justin Herbert too much money. It's going to be because Justin Herbert couldn't get you over the top. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you I'm, think Buffalo fell short because they weren't talented enough? No. So, no. like, what does the cap have to do with anything? What does the money that Josh Allen has to do with anything? Yeah. 
Sorry, I'm distracted here because Malcolm Butler's on uh, Beetle and Zoe, and uh, the Chiron is what happened in Super Bowl 52, but we can't hear it. He looks like he's hawking some some merch now, too, so he's out there making the rounds. Yeah, and, like, I don't mean to, like, I didn't mean to, like, snap back at speed because that's more of a snap back at this tired, old, like, it's 2003, and you have to have, like, your money spread across, like, all 53 guys. Like, that's not the way it's done anymore. You don't have to do it that way anymore. The, the cap is too big. It's going to be $225 million next year. I see like, Phil – oh, sorry. Um, I just said Phil Perry uh, talked to Malcolm Butler, and he said he still wants to play in 2023. He's working on a documentary and a book. May get a few tidbits on Super Bowl 51. Oh, so. okay. The big question. Uh, let's see. David is in Iowa. Hey, David. Hey. Hey. hey Long time listener uh, and never called in before, so first time caller. Thank you. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I had a few things I've been listening since, like, 2004, where earlier in the season you guys were trying to, like, describe how the defense works or offense and defense where, like, defense plays – like a, a rock band so if someone messes up it doesn't screw everything up necessarily where offense plays like a symphony where when one guy's off you hear it okay and it's you know yeah awesome. i don't think i'd agree with that i, I mean i think defense like is did you guys do this on a show that i wasn't a part of or something? Uh, I don't no no, yeah, I, no, you were all part of it. No. It's a good analogy. I like it. I don't, I, I don't. I don't agree with that. I just, I mean, I think defense with, if you get one guy who doesn't maintain the correct leverage, like, you know, it's, it's. I think it's all kind of connected on, on both sides of the ball and I on kinda, special teams. I kind of agree with Mike. I think, you know, like how many times well, in special yeah, teams do you look and you're like, oh, this guy who was L2 came in too quick and the cre- crease opened but up. I and think, I think the difference with defense and offense is sometimes you can make up for a mistake on defense with hustle, you know. Um, but don't you think that that's true on, on all all aspects? Like, let's say well, I think on offense, it's it's a little bit more. You have to be on the same page, or you can hustle all you want. But if you're running the no, wrong but way, I, but know. I think you can make an argument that, like on offense, everybody does their their job, but the left tackle just whiffs on his block, and the quarterback gets sacked. Right. But isn't it just as easy to say everybody does their job? The left tackle whiffs on his block, and the quarterback makes a miss and throws a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like there we, was I, mean, I mean, we've seen. Both of those things happen how yeah, many times? You can make up for it. You and might I have think a, it's true on both sides. I'm, yeah. I'm with Mike yeah. on this. I mean, you might I have a little it. bit more leeway <laughs> on the defensive side of the, you know, like because the quarterback just doesn't see that this guy blew his coverage or, you know, but, you know, to Paul's point, I think if you have a playmaker, sometimes they offset those, even those mistakes. And that's yeah. when me and Mike get mad when the quarterback's running around just Yeah, like, just stay in the pocket like a Like that's person. what Mahomes does so well. That's why I think they're going to be in trouble on Sunday. So, so David, you had, did you have that. a question off of that or did you just want to remind well, us? No, I was just uh, wanting to throw that out there and then I'm a, uh, I was going to throw out there that uh, I'm a Jones Patriots fan. Uh, I think he's not the guy. He's not going to be the guy. He never was the guy. Ooh. And... Ooh. Not that I was sold on that. Zappy showed a lot more tempo and just natural instinct. Well, that's why I was like, ah, I would have just kept riding him until, you know, it really fell apart. Yeah. What do you think happens with Mac and this then, year with Bill O'Brien? Uh, I don't think he gets any better. I, I think as a whole, it'll look nicer. Like, I think Mac Jones is like nice trash. Where, <laughs> you know, wow. Bailey's, 
Bailey Zappi is like probably uh, keep him. Uh, you're breaking the phone up. Keeps going. Dave, in yeah. Dave, Sorry about that. Good call, though. Yeah, David yeah. and Iowa call back. Yeah. There's a perfect example of a call I really didn't agree much with, yeah. but I think it was an excellent yeah. call. Don't call today, combo. but call back to the show. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, Paul needs to eat. We'll be right back after this. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grillin' Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes. Oh no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering, 
And then, whammo! Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zell? No penalty there. Incredible! No way! As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance! Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes. Oh no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing.
There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. And now, great moments in history. They had, she had one where she was talking smack about Drew Bledsoe. I'll send that to you. What? Oh, oh, now it's on. Now it's what? Now, 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 now it's on. That old ass boy about Drew Bledsoe. Now it's, Whoa, now it's definitely from? a thing. <laughs> no, but all I saw, I mean, I saw like Megan had like a yeah. hundred different clips of her just screaming. No. But they had just won. Like, no. what is she supposed to do? Ugh, not go to the library? <laughs> Face. Oh. <laughs> Face. Wow. Now it's her face. Oh, I just shade yeah. Freud. I just want her to lose. I'm sorry. Yeah. What was that word? Shade She's the girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Not the wife. How's it say? Schadenfreude. <laughs> I was going to say, he went over two. He, t- <laughs> he said it two different ways. Neither one of them was correct. Schadenfrocken. All right. What? That's another great <laughs> moment from All right. Welcome back to Patriots Unfiltered. Deuce, Alex, Paul, myself, Matt in the booth. Freddie, I find myself really enjoying the, the, the rejoins. Yeah. When Eric chimes in. Yeah. And Mike just had the perfect facial expression for him. <laughs> Mike, you want to do it? Schadenfreude. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> right. Uh, it, Fred, Fred looks, he goes, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> and and probably what he said isn't 100% right either. That's the whole thing. Well, well it's it's in, like, in Germany, that's how they say uh, it. Yeah. So I don't... <laughs> Well, what part of Germany? He's like the therapist on those. (laughs) Germany has different dialects, too. (laughs) Just like, uh, you know, we we changed our internet provider. (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? Sniff, sniff the cork, man. Well, I do have uh, someone who uh, wrote in about that, uh, about the cork. The cork sniffing? Oh. Yeah, but I about think uh, Oh, yeah. Um, Chad wrote in. Chad. Uh, he says... Uh, why the cork is presented to you when you order wine. We had a big debate that you don't yeah. really sniff it, and he was telling Eric. Anyway, um, Chad writes in, I knew this for years, but not to the level and depth this article goes. If the cork is stained, the wine is not good. It has nothing to do with smell. Eric is wrong. I repeat, Eric is wrong. So <laughs> you, just keep so you look at the now. you look at the cork, and if it's stained, then it's a possibility that the wine has gone bad. You don't, you don't need to smell it. I feel like we've gotten a few different authoritative emails that come in and are like say but they've gone both, both ways. ways yeah and was eric a, was he team sniff or yeah team oh, no sniff? oh yeah team everything that everybody else is because not. when he gets it of course he you know he doesn't know what he's doing see i thought you were supposed to just get the glass you put the wine in the glass it you around. swift it around you, smell and it. you watch the way it yeah rolls you remember back eric down. had oh, inside of the glass isn't that way. a thing yeah but that the has body that has whatever. to do also with if the glass is clean or not because dirty glasses oh. if oh. it's not clean properly you'll get a this, lot this more this is why residue. i want her on the show yeah. all the time. <laughs> but, but also you want to look at the court like if there's like a piece missing then yeah that's the integrity in of uh. the cork too <laughs> yeah. exactly Clock. yeah Plus, with that nose he's got, he can I had get right little, in uh, there. I had a we little wine the other night. We should get a on to get the final answer. <laughs> Which so, it totally seems like BS to me. Like I, When I first learned about that, when I was in California, about like this guy, Larry Stuckey, who uh, was a writer, was telling me his brother is a sommelier, and, I'm like, and I had no idea what they were, and he explained it to me, and I'm like, that can't be real. Like, you cannot, that you can't tell me that. And this is a, somebody who has no knowledge of wine. Like, it's Which either red or white. Which makes perfect sense that Eric wanted to be that, right? <laughs> right. A, was it a sommelier? Sommelier. It's got to be the most pretentious, snobby profession yes. that exists, right? Right. And, th- and there's a picture of Eric right next to it. I'm sorry. Like maybe my taste buds are underdeveloped, but like wine, it's it's like you're in a very narrow like how different it tastes to me. Like I can like kind of like it, some of them are a little bit more bitter than others, but otherwise I'm like I can't detect any notes great, of anything. Like there was notes a great long form piece. I don't know who to credit to, but it was definitely the Athletic or ESPN. But they talked about how like NBA players are running out of stuff to flaunt their wealth with, so they just all become these wine collectors so like Carmelo right. Anthony is like training to be a sommelier <laughs> and like Kevin Love and LeBron right. James drink like there's no question tens LeBron of thousands of, of dollars of wine a month right yeah and then how many books you think LeBron's read the, pa- the first page of? zero <laughs> no just the first page that's I'm saying just just <laughs> the first page when's the last time you opened a book yeah zero probably right. read three books tonight I uh, had a little, little little vino at, at uh, yeah. my my blue hair the red, special the white, the other night. a little white White, I, I think if white you, with steak. I think if I you do, well, I let. I, I mean, I I, know, I, I, I I let Beth pick. I said, like, "Whatever you want." She's like, well, I, I, "I want Get a Pinot." All right. I wasn't going to say, you know, can you pick one out for me? Like, because we just. I think we say, had a couple if, of glasses. If you do drink a lot of wine, you start to develop. Well, I'm sure a you taste would. for it. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm sure you. Would. I don't know. I'm I just, pretty old. I've been drinking. I mean, not you drink a lot night. of wine. No, 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 no. Alex, tears my stomach up. I don't drink a lot, but if I'm going to drink, it's probably going to be like. A glass of Cabernet. Yeah, it has to be like a millennial. Like I'm home from work, Ugh, I'm exhausted. Where's I'll, my wine? I'll tell you, if you like cab, right? you do it. I do sometimes, <laughs> but like just, I'm Portuguese. I grew up like stomping the look grapes that with me. my grandparents barefoot, like yeah. trying the <laughs> wine at ten. So <laughs> if you like a different culture, if you like Cabernet, Drew Bledsoe makes a good one. So I've heard. Double, yeah, double really back. good. Um, matter really of fact, good. I could probably give you a bottle if you want. I'll take it. Oh, humble brand. Not, the, not the, the family one. The double back. There's two different. Double ones. back. Yeah, but That's no, what he's, I have. He, but uh, double back is like it's a cab. Yeah, but he also has a, a, a family cab that he does, which is uh, m- less expensive, and it's uh-huh. still good. 
But the double back one is the best. That's I, like I, I thought I was doing the humble brag. Fred is giving you the differentiations between the oh no, yeah. the different I've, types. I had both. That Drew both. has. What yeah. about two buck Chuck? Remember that was a huge thing. Like I don't know, fifteen years ago with two Trader Joe's, Chuck. Charles Shaw. They have like two dollar wine at Trader Joe's that everyone claims yeah. is pretty so good. It wasn't that Boone's bad. Farm, like, Boone's does it come Farm. In, does it come in a box? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I saw a guy walking around Trader Joe's a couple weeks ago. With still, I was like, oh, I guess two buck Chuck is is still a thing. Wow. Um, let's see. Isaac from Winnipeg writes in. He says wanted to chime in on the last episode. Thank God for Evan. I feel just <laughs> as heartbroken as him. Watching Brady as a buck was one of the worst sights ever. I don't care if the Patriots or him were to blame. As a fan, it was terrible. About the one-day contract, I am absolutely against it. If he wanted to retire as a Patriot, he could have stayed here. may sound ungrateful, but we as fans stood up for him every time. I hated the divorce so much, I even gave my mother-in-law my number 12 jersey, upgraded for a number 11 Edelman. True loyalty. Keep up the good work, guys. Love hearing you on my long winter drives. What's the name on that email? Winnipeg? Yeah. Isaac from Winnipeg. Yeah. It just it must have been really hard for Isaac to have to defend Tom Brady all those years. That's yeah. Tough to, tough job. Well, the deflategate he's probably talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's just tough. Oh, Rust, you know. Rusty in Ireland says. Six, six titles in 20 years. You had to talk. And you said, no, deflategate was no big deal. Oh. What a burden. Peyton Rust, Manning's Rusty in Ireland What a says, burden in life. I really like Evan's addition to the show so far, but. I got to disagree with him here. Just want to remind everyone that none of us played a down or have really done anything that suggests Brady owes us some of his success. A lot of fans were ready to move on from him in 2020 as well after the traumatizing 12 and 4 season deuce. Yep. Still don't see a lot of fans upset about letting him go even though the post Brady era has not gone well, especially since in my opinion the team pushed him away more than he left and fans are still trying to act like it was 50-50. Thanks for all that you do. I look forward to the shows more than watching the game sometime. There you go. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, people are split. And I get the reaction. that, Like, the fan reaction, this is something I disagree with. Like, that, you know, the first caller, Evan, on on uh, Tuesday. But I understand it. I understand why someone would say, you know, why is he talking like this now? Why, you know, why did he leave? You know, but... Yeah. I don't look at it that way, but I understand why others do. Even, uh, though, even though Fred doesn't agree with it either. But, yeah, you know, uh, if it was me that said that he owes me more than that, I think he and I would have had a 45-minute knockdown drag-out fight. But nobody owes evidently it's a little different when there's new pets involved. <laughs> 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 That was a genuine laugh I just got out of you. Um, Let's see. Austin writes in, uh, top menu item for the Super Bowl. Yeah, let's go. Uh, It's my Guinness version of uh, Guinness venison and beef Irish stew with fresh baked soda bread on top of a bed of mashed potatoes. I made this last year, and it was such a success, I've been told to have to make it again. Another tradition for me is a party-sized bag of M&M's that I normally do not share. Oh. Um, have you ever had soda bread? Yeah. It's freaking awful. Yeah. It's dry. And, yeah, and it's terrible. Yeah. I get to put a lot of butter on it. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I guess if it's with like a beef stew type situation, yeah. though, it might be uh, nice. Yeah. I've yeah. never had venison. All it does is yeah. soak it up. I mean, it's like it has no taste. It's terrible. Yeah. What, uh, venison? Do you guys ever eat venison? I love I, I have had, had elk. venison. Yeah. I have had venison. It's good. I've never. It's it, so good. Is it, it's what good. is it like? Kind of like beef a little bit, or yeah, that that kind of. Yeah. It's a little gamey, but it's good. I hate that word. 
Sorry. It just turns me off. If it, you tell me something is gamey, I'm not going to eat it. I'm not going to try it. Like I haven't had, a, I haven't had a lot of it or anything like that. But probably haven't had it in 20 years. I mean, I have a lot of live deer around my house, so I don't know. Maybe I'll get my look into that. My dad's a hunter. <laughs> I love venison. <laughs> I'll get David Andrews to come over and. Nice. Um, Phineas writes in. What about Ferb? And he's in Rhode Island. Huh? I just listened to Tuesday's show, which featured conversation about Chris Sims' propensity to button the top button of his college shirt. Thank you. Yes. The look is known as the air tie. <laughs> the air Though its popularity has waned in recent that years, makes sense. there are still some air tie loyalists, such as Sims. <laughs> to me, this is a lose-lose proposition, <laughs> as it requires a formality and constriction of the workday collar without affording the opportunity to show off a nice double Windsor to each his own. <laughs> That's my favorite all-time email right there. <laughs> right. I do like the email <laughs> very, it. very much. Where's uh, Eric when you need him? <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> it was, a, uh, uh, it was kind of a take. late 80s look, too, that yeah. uh, I'm ashamed to say I, I you might have dabbled su- with succumbed to. <laughs> with your Z uh, Cavaricis? Even with, oh, that was more of an early 90s look. Sorry. Um, you know, maybe with a little uh, double champion turtleneck. Oh, there you sweatshirt go. Sweatshirt yeah, 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 over yeah. it. Uh, you know, right? That's back. Yeah, I know it's uh, Neil it's writes not in, good. Neil from New Brunswick, can we all just recognize the comedic genius that is Fred? Mm. Last week when some bozo here, called here. when some bozo called in the day after Brady retired to talk about Jordan Humphrey's playing time, he dropped the line, they won't put his number in the stadium, <laughs> just put Lil. <laughs> I immediately burst out laughing in the middle of the grocery store, picturing a brightly lit little <laughs> hanging in the lighthouse. <laughs> So that was that was a good solid Fredism. Lil, Lil, Lil. It's Lil. What could have been? Speaking of Lil, let's go to Will in <laughs> Philum. What's up, William? Hey, what's going on, Fred? How you doing? All right. Uh, I have a qu- uh, question for Alex, and the other one is for Paul. So, um, Alex, do you watch uh, college football? I mean, as far as do you know anything about as far as the draft and whatnot? I don't really. I really don't get into college football until like the final four teams and I'll watch the playoffs. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, Sorry, William. Boss, my question. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's okay. Hope you can forgive me. Um, oh, of course. I heard. Definitely. Uh, Paul, I mean, not Paul. Yeah. Paul, my question is, um, so what do you, what do you think of the Patriots? I, I, I think this would be a, I think it would be a dumb move though, but then again, I don't know. So we don't have nobody on the offense that's a, you know, that you got the game plan for, correct? Yeah, I think that's largely true right yeah. now. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So would I, I? I hope this don't happen, but I can see it might happen. What if Bill take a running back in the first round again? Oh God. B. John Robinson from Texas. Please or, don't. You know please what I mean? don't do this to me. Well, that I don't think it changes. I mean, you I, still I, don't have anybody to game yeah. plan for. Right, right. I mean, unless it's Derek okay. Henry. He's a good player. I mean, listen, I, I, I know who B. John Robinson. He's an excellent player. Is he going to go that high? Is that? I mean, I haven't looked. At, I don't. I've seen some teams flirting with despite him, like the, the fact Bills. that mock drafts are starting to become more and more yeah. popular <laughs> in, in recent days. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't really been keeping track of all the the specific mock drafts this year yet because it's so early. I've but seen him I, pop in, like uh, yeah. Bills, low, low first round. I've seen yeah, him pop I, I like the player uh, a lot. I just think there are so many more needs, and I, Fred knows he makes fun of me all the time. <laughs> Running backs, I just – you're already talking. I, I saw something that Greg Bedard wrote, not that he's the be-all-end-all, right. but, well, you know, mm-hmm. like Damian Harris is probably going to go somewhere now. 
You're already talking about you have 11 draft picks. You're using one of your middle-round draft picks on a running back because Pierre Strong and Kevin Pierre Harris. Strong and Kevin Harris will be there to replace in the immediate, uh, you know, Damian Harris. But then Stevenson's going to go in two years. That's why I'm not really big on running backs. Like that cycle's even when, kind of established. Even when they work, you, you know, you're not really going to give them unless it's a guy like McCaffrey, Derrick Henry. Oh yeah, Ooh, Derrick yeah. Henry's a unicorn. But I mean, like a pat, like an Alvin Kamara, right? Like a, a guy weapon, who can run and be a weapon in the passing game. McCaffrey, yeah. Barkley, but even then, I think they were wildly overdrafted. Kamara was taken in the second round. They get hurt, a right? Lot. Yeah, he was a second round right. pick, I think. Well, yeah, you know, McCaffrey and Barkley. Uh, those are top ten picks to me. That's a waste. That's as as right. talented as those guys are. I, I just think you can get them later in the draft. And then, just, just, go ahead. no, no, that, that I was, think that you was, need to get him like San Francisco got him, where it's like you're not expending, you know, like the pick. He just he comes in, he's the final piece, and I mean, although all three of those guys you talked about have had major injuries and have missed major time in their career. Well, I just I say I, I was just like asking a question. I already know what our biggest needs are, which is offensive yeah. line, corner, and wide receiver. I, 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 I would agree with you yep. on that. Yeah, I think everybody's on yeah. offensive the line, same page. Definitely number one. I, even though I'm a, I'm a wide uh, I like wide receivers though, but offensive line is that because you need Mac to be protected. So I, I just can't see him getting hurt again. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Y'all yeah. All right. Yeah, Thanks, and, William. And, and um, I think that the tackle is probably at the top of of the needs list. But like, if you want to sell me on like Evans guy Jordan Addison, who's yeah. terrific, like, and you can get him at 14, which he'd probably be available at 14. Yeah. Like, if you think he's going to be a special player, I could be sold on that. Uh, at 14. Sam in Toronto writes in, I swear Patriots fans are the best. Guy calls in saying Patrick Mahomes' half a billion dollar contract is a discount. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, I mean, you can't ignore that guy. I'm going to defend Spee a little bit. That's not... I, I think his point was just that he's not in the top five, so that stat... Like, I'm not yeah, interested in the... it's a moving s- Right. I'm not target. interested in the stat, per se. I'm I'm interested more in the mentality of a, a lot of people still believe in Santa Claus that you can't pay your quarterback big money and still win. And I would say that if he's eighth, as B claims, I don't you know I don't have the numbers in front of me. If he's eighth, that's paying him big money. Like you don't right. the, the guy who's making the eighth most money in 2022 is not on a hometown discount. Uh, Kristen writes in uh, from Houston. Uh, the story of gross people on airplanes reminded me of something that happened just this past weekend. Oh. I was at a sports bar to watch college basketball. Someone decided to change their baby's diaper at an <gasps> empty booth. Oof. He changed the diaper on the seating, but definitely put the dirty diaper on the tabletop while he put the clean one on the kid. I don't think I've ever been that horrified in my life. Of course, well, it was a man. I, I do think it's gross, but I also have to say, like, people with kids in those kind of situations, like, just, I give them yeah. a little bit of leeway. But go to the bathroom. Wait, wait, where was do this? They this have was in a restaurant? Your car. Do they have pay? baby changing yeah. things Absolutely. This, this is why I was going to defend the guy yeah. uh, on the email, not the, the – you. I've done it many times. It, Mike is right. Like, it's – like, God, you couldn't just wait. It's panic like, time. It's, yeah. It is yeah. panic time. But they have – almost every restaurant has a – you know th- those kinds yeah, of restaurants. The family, ba- family, the, yeah, the family you know, restroom. You could get the pull-out thing, the pull-out plastic thing that comes down. You get all that taken care of in a bathroom. You don't have to do that in front of they everybody. They got them at Home Depot for crying out loud. 
Uh, also, Kristen says she agrees with me on Tom Brady's answer to Jim Gray's unretirement question. It wasn't nearly as strong as I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah, I have to go check that out. I'm yeah. not, I'm not familiar with that. I am. No, I, I and I'm not denying you. I said I, I missed, I missed the Florio thing. Yeah, I missed this thing that you're I talking about. I think that was Felger and Maz too that Florio was on. I missed a lot of. I did catch a little of Mike Lombardi on uh, Felger and Maz oh, yesterday, and that's, Fel- that's big of you. Felger did a good job. Um, didn't let him yeah. off the hook. Yeah, like he, you know, started going in, and, and you know, he was talking about like it's not, it's about you know Belichick and this, and then he goes, you know, what about Belichick without Brady? I mean, it's a pretty big, you know, before and after Brady, you know, and then you know, Lombardi did his mental gymnastics that he always does, and he goes, yeah, but like, I mean, that's still like a big sample size before and after Brady. Like, you wouldn't let him. Wouldn't let him go on it. It was pretty pretty good. Uh, James Pettigrew, the most interesting Patriots fan in the world, writes in, Long may the most random podcast continue. <laughs> I personally have very nice Kemp feet, <laughs> but I had a friend in the Army who didn't wear socks with his boots in the oh, jungle. wow. We'd be out for weeks, and every morning I'd see him put his wet, bare feet into his boots and march oh, all God. day. That's More traumatic than anything I saw in yeah. war. That's That seems like an uh, – Matt, can you speak to this? This seems like a, a, an armed services no-no. Yeah. Take care of your feet is always like priority one. Am I Liar. Correct? Really? I'm not going to call him a liar. Well, he's <laughs> not uh, not U.S. He's not Army. U.S. <laughs> Yeah, looser. Really good. Only not a marine. We uh, keep our feet. Uh, Hydrate and change your socks. That's what not, they tell but it's you. It's not U.S. Uh, I'm just saying they might have different uh, yeah. different but, regulations. Yeah, Same for feet, the most though. interesting Patriots fan alive. Yeah, James Pettigrew. Uh, Paul, I agree with all you say. I, I hear I, your silent. I, 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 I agree. I hear your <laughs> silence with Evan on occasion, and I always silently agree. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he's saying. I do too. We're gonna have to catch Evan when he up and when he gets <laughs> on here. And in a I will just say <laughs> that you're not wrong. Uh, we always say on this show that no matter what the subject, there's someone listening that's an yeah. expert. Uh, Tom is calling in from Napa, wine in guy. California. Oh, here we yes. go. So, Tom, what do you? If got? you're from Napa, you got to know. Talk to us about wine. Yeah. Hey guys, guys doing good. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. No, I figured I had to call in. Are you a sommelier? Yeah, he's gonna yell at me. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, so the only reason you smell a cork is to tell if the wine is bad. But the cork isn't, There's, you could just smell the glass of wine, too. So it's a wasted <laughs> extra step. Okay. That, that sounds like Eric, though. A wasted extra step. To <laughs> make it you know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, you don't smell the cork? I always do, just yeah. to make sure. But yeah, no, I do work in the wine industry. Do you guys have any other questions? No. Are you familiar no. with Bledsoe's Vineyard? I am. I actually have visited a couple times, met him. Yeah, so what would you, how would you rate his uh, double back cab? You know, I'm more of a fan of Napa Big Bold Mountain Cab, okay. uh, but it's not bad for a Washington cab at all. Okay. What about Stag's Leap, Artemis? Stag's Leap, <laughs> uh, wine cellars or vineyards? Uh, I don't know. I just, I've been saying, <laughs> um, not you better now, are we? <laughs> I just had this, the Stag's Leap Artemis, which 2014 cab was excellent. <laughs> that is very, very good. Uh, why don't why don't you guys come out here? Uh, my family owns a wine tour company, so we can take you guys out on a wine tour. All so right. Uh, we'll be there next week. No, <laughs> Deuce will be out there. Maybe someday we'll take you up on that. I've been out there. All Sonoma, right. well, Y'all have a good one. Thanks, Tom. You know, I'm just thinking about some of this wine stuff. Did you guys, any of you guys check out that Joe Montana piece, that Wright Thompson? I want to. No, I haven't. You've talk, everybody's been t- – well, I not know. everybody. Yeah, Matt oversold my reaction to he it. He made it sound um, like it was the greatest thing ever written. It was, it was a pretty – Everything Wright writes is the greatest thing ever written. <laughs> yeah, I didn't – this was this was the – 
the ironic part of this is I am a big fan of him as a writer, and I thought he was a little all over the place really? in this. Uh, but there was a ton of really interesting tidbits that he had. Um, but, yeah, Montana, it was a, it was an interesting what was, interesting just, what was look, it just like how difficult it has been for him to sort of come to grips with the fact that he's not the GOAT anymore. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And I, I had no idea. I, you know, I'm, I'm sure that Joe Montana fans knew this, but how um, – how poorly he was treated both in high school and in college by his coaches. Really? Uh, especially high school. And the guy, the high school guy never let it go. He would, like, every year that they would go to the Super Bowl and they would ask him about him and they would say how selfish he, he the guy would say how selfish he was. It was like, do you remember when Michael Jordan got inducted into the Hall of Fame? I'll address this to Alex because I know Mike yeah, I doesn't, don't know. probably doesn't Mike, know who Michael Mike, Jordan Michael is. Michael B. Jordan? Um, <laughs> do you remember when <laughs> he, he, made, he went out of his way, Alex, to take a rocket shot at the JV coach yeah. there, the, you know, yeah. the high school coach that the put him on JV? story, yeah. exactly. And he still, like, he invited him, but he still had to take a shot at him. That's what the coach would do to Montana. Like, even as he's going to all these Super Bowls and winning them and clearly emerging as the greatest quarterback ever, his high school coach is still telling you he was right for not playing him. Like, it was really bizarre. It's kind of a testament to Montana. his job to keep him in his place. For me, it's a testament to Montana, especially in high school, because, like, especially at that age, all it takes is one bad coach that you don't like to make you totally hate a sport and never want to play again. Yeah, and he bland like because I guess Joe's father was pretty close. He was an only child, Joe, and the father was pretty involved, and he was really resentful to the father, the coach, the high school coach. Oh, was that he was up his butt. It's an interesting. Yeah. Pro- it's it is long. I will read. So you know, you can definitely block off an amount of time, um, but it was uh, it was an interesting piece, and Brady's uh, presence in it is is really interesting as well. Um, Mitch from Albany has a Who Am I game. You want to play? Yeah. Evan's here. He can join in if he wants. Who am I? Uh, these are all random Patriot players whose jersey I've owned, says Mitch from Albany. <laughs> That's no- a tough one. <laughs> number one, I hold an NFL record that will never be broken. Any guess? Anybody want to? I'm not going to burn a guess right, on this one. Right. You burn your guess, you're out. I spent 14 seasons with the Patriots. No, I was a kicker. Adam? No, you're out. Sorry. Steven Guskowski. The record What's is cons- the? consecutive extra points made with 523. Number two. Well, why would that 19 never yards? be? <laughs> 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 right. But why will that never be broken? I don't know. It just won't, Paul. Don't That's worry. That's cool. Probably said. because it, it got <laughs> pushed back. So. Yeah, right. right. Maybe. Yeah. I mean... That's true. I just looked they, at it as something set, that you don't do anymore. No, like but that's they, re, why it's a they reset it. Yeah. Number two, I've been on four teams, including two seasons with the Patriots. Four, four teams, teams, two, two seasons, seasons with, with the Patriots. Patriots. I was on the team in 2011 and 2012. Hmm. Good one, then. I hold the Division Two college football record for most rushing yards in a career with 7,000. Danny Woodhead? Danny yes. Woodhead. Oh. Was that like Shadron yep. State? Was that, that one? Was? Yep. The, the last Chadron. Wait, away. sorry. Chadron or Shadron? I don't, I don't know. Shadron. Oh, Shandler. A ch. <laughs> no one told uh, me. Number three. My career was a was a giant. What if? I am the only player in NFL history with consecutive games of over two hundred receiving yards. Terry Glenn. No. I led the league in receiving yards and was an All-Pro in 2013. 
Oh, I know it now, I think. But I can't guess. My career was a giant what if. If you go back, this completely makes sense now. Hernandez? No. Oh. No. Nope. Josh know. Gordon. Oh, oh, yeah. That one still bothers Two me. Full, dis- full disclosure, that I was wrong me. even with my second guess. Uh, I was did, thinking Brandon Lloyd. Can I do a quick aside? Just how did you guys feel? Like, gosh, Gordon, totally different guy. That 13 guy who was here and burned everybody, and then he got here in, like, yeah. 19, and it was like, he couldn't run. He can't run anymore. Yeah. 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 Uh, number four, I eclipsed 1,000 yards, rushing yards, twice in my career, only once with the Patriots. Corey Dillon. Nope. Um, He did... Thousand yards more than twice in his career. Okay. Oh, right. uh, I went undrafted. He was undrafted. <laughs> you Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Correct. Oh. He got over the a thousand firm. yards twice. Twice in his career, only once with the Patriots. Yeah, but who else did he play for? I think the next year after he left Cincinnati. Here, he, yeah, I think he had a thousand yards the year after he left. I would have lost a lot of money on that bet. Yeah, Isaiah Pacheco reminds me of him, like a ta- like a more talented version of him, but just a wrecking ball who like accelerates into contact. Loved, I loved me some Ben Jarvis. Yeah, yeah. last yeah, one. one last time. one. I spent five seasons with the Patriots and won two Super Bowls. Really narrows it down. Yeah, <laughs> I had twelve <laughs> touchdowns I- over those five years. I now spend my time being on a reality TV Martellus sh- Bennett. No. Nope. <sighs> I now spend my time being on a reality TV show. Danny Amendola. Correct. Uh, I just caught him on that reality show like two weeks what ago. What reality I no idea. show is he It's on? like a military training one yeah. where they put him through Special like- Special Forces, I yeah. think it's called. He looks it's old, not, though. I don't not, know. I, like, he look, all of a sudden, Danny Amendola looks like he's aged a lot and to me. That's too intense for, for <laughs> me with reality. It was, he had a lot to, like, of partying after he retired. He had to like rappel down a thing. It's like that kind of stuff. So, Evan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Anything on your mind? <laughs> no, no, I some, okay. some interesting conversations that I was listening to upstairs. Uh, you got those questions. What were the qu- – Evan had – there were a couple of email comments for, uh, for Evan weren't there. Well, well there was one on that thanked Evan, said thank yeah, God yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. Evan on your Brady take. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. And then the next guy ripped you for and your Brady And then the next take. guy <laughs> said – Brady doesn't know you a thing. <laughs> so I, this, this bothers me. So th- we, can, we, can, we can start on this. Tom Brady and I are both I'm a, I'm a young grown man but I'm, we're both grown men okay <laughs> obviously he doesn't owe me anything like I hate that phrasing because it's just bugs me it's like oh some other person like nobody owes me anything whether it's Tom Brady or it's somebody that I that, that I actually know like it, no one owes me anything in this world that's not the the point okay so thank you that's all I got just want to okay. mend those bridges all right yeah I, I, I just that's it nobody owes me anything uh, ben, and five. <laughs> ben and Shutters is willing to buy us lunch if yeah. we can have a PU piece and or show where Paul, Deuce, and Evan, notice how he leaves me out, uh, talk us through their individual tenets of building a roster. We've heard tidbits over the years, but would love to hear how they would do it every year if they were GM, such as draft a quarterback every year until you get the guy, don't waste picks on O-line, pay for a stud receiver, etc., etc. Not necessarily using this Patriots roster as a basis, just what their mantras would be Mm. if they were a GM looking at free agency and building through the draft. I like that. I mean, there's a couple that come to mind for me just of, I think, drafting and developing quarterbacks is always good business. Even if you, you know, Agreed. have a guy, I mean, maybe maybe if you're the Chiefs or, you know, you, you have the guy, but, I, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to the Patriots taking another guy this year. I just think until you know you have that guy, it's too too important to let it slide. And, and like, you know, last year when they took Zappi, I was like, great. I don't think it really necessarily says anything about Mac, but I just think that that's, that's one I believe, good business. 
I don't disagree. I think regardless of who the quarterback is, though, building up the infrastructure around the quarterback every single year. Like, for instance, the Patriots at wide receiver. They got some NFL talent on the roster already. They used a second-round pick on a wide receiver last year with Tyquan. I still want them to take another wide receiver in the top 100. I still want them to build on the offensive line. I I think that you look at all these quarterbacks and maybe outside of Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if there's any quarterback in the league that gets – here in this Super Bowl week gets to the Super Bowl gets to their uh, you know the AFC championship game consistently without helping a foundation around them and I think we learned that for 20 years with Brady that yeah he's great but he still needs guys to throw it to he still needs a defense he still needs guys to block for him and, and that would be my big thing is don't just put it all on the quarterback you got to yeah. be able to build the roster up around him. yeah and you guys know if if I was building, I could give you all my tenants for building a roster, but I'm fully uh, in full disclosure. I know my team will suck because <laughs> it's not going to have enough, uh, you know, linemen. Well, it won't have any linemen, and <laughs> it, it also won't have any bad guys because yeah. I, I I don't really yeah. have time for it. Paul's like, league, like yeah. they they count to three Mississippi, right, and then they just yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. You, can play, you get two so misses per I, game. I fully understand that that my philosophies are flawed. Yeah, well, I think just to Evan's point, like I think this is where we're at right now. It's like the debate of what's more important, protecting him or giving him guys that like are so good. It doesn't really matter because he's going to get the ball out in two seconds. Right. To Evan's point, that's why you have to sort of cater to what you have. And I think an offensive line is far more important for a guy like Mac Jones than it would be for somebody else with talent. Yep. Andrew in L.A. says, after being able to watch this great dynasty in its entirety as a Patriots fan, I can honestly say a big population of this fan base did not deserve the GOAT. This population, Evan included, shame Brady for leaving and also for remembering the good times while he was here. You hate that he left? Ask yourself why he left. You think someone that had his competitive spirit and fire should be subject to disrespectful contracts year after year. Meanwhile, your coaches' henchmen spew nonsense like we could have won with any top 10 quarterback. I guess you don't love what 15. made Brady Brady. <laughs> he has it in his DNA to prove his doubt is wrong. So if you supported the institution that was insulting him, you didn't love Brady. You love the winning that Brady brought you. I also hope he doesn't sign a one-day contract, but it's for much different reasons. So there, wow. so they're there. I did love Brady. That's that's why that's why, that's why my, it hurts so much. That's why my heart is broken. <laughs> is because I, I I loved him deeply, <laughs> and and then he he left me, and it was devastating. Said, yeah, you suck. A lot, lot of um, uh, Ray in Pennsylvania, inspired by Evan's recent heel turn on <laughs> Tuesday's show, I came up with a nickname for everyone when they are a little angry. Oh. Starting with Paul, aka Snarky Paul, or the Great White Snark. No point in changing perfection there. Thank you. Uh, next, we have Deuce, or Sneaky Negative Deuce. Mm-hmm. But as of recently, he's closer to Diabolical Deuce oh. than he is Sneaky Negative. I like that. <laughs> now time for mustache. nicknames for the rest of the grumpy crew. <laughs> Fred is Furious Freddy or Curmudgeon Kirsch. Evan is Evil Evan. Alex I think is, we can do better than that. Yeah, Alex is Angry Alex. Yes, question mark. We got to get her. Yeah, do better than that too. Tamara Tamara is testy. Tamara and Marine Corps Matt drawing a blank there. (laughs) I think just Psycho (laughs) would do it. Um, I don't know. Maybe like Jake Steele or something. (laughs) 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 Well, that's my superhero name. Um, My name in pools. Let's see. Just in case. Um, Let's see. Tony writes in regarding how hard it is for Brady to stop. 
Remember teammate after teammate and opposing team players have called Brady the most competitive athlete they've ever seen. Yeah. And pro athletes, these are people who are among the most competitive individuals there are. So no, he, I think it's uh, he's like he's probably annoying. I respect it, but it's like it's so competitive. You're like, dude, we're just we're just playing checkers. Like we're just doing a thing. Like you don't have to get all, all angry about it. Like I mean, I think we've all probably had yeah. friends like that who just like can't let it go and get way too into it. And that's what you get from Not Montana, me. right Joe over. Montana, I pointed Evan like <laughs> I'm looking right over Evan's shoulder. <laughs> I'm looking like right that, at you. That piece that I was yeah. talking about, Montana has that same, you know, chip that Brady. So does. how does very, it's amazing how similar because of. The doubters, like he yeah. went to Notre Dame and he just was never accepted. So it was like real doubters, though, because I know a lot of people who have like fake doubters, and they just like no one believes in me. Like no one's oh, saying they don't believe in I, you. I think it's like almost Patrick always. <laughs> yeah, I think it's almost always born out of reality. You know? Yeah. Well, like, well, sure. like, like yeah. Brady. Like I like to tease Brady the overcoming adversity thing. You know, like I know how hard it must have been to. You know, go to Michigan to play football, right. one of the most be prestigious universities. I know how major hard, league baseball draft. I know, yeah, and, and, and be drafted in baseball <laughs> as well. I know how much <laughs> you know he overcame. As you know, he had to wait till he was like a freshman in high school before he got his own personal throwing coach. I get it. A lot of adversity there, but there is truth to the fact that Lloyd Carr just wouldn't allow him yeah. to be the starting quarterback. Period. Yeah. You know, like it was Drew Henson. He's going to split time. He's going to come in for certain series because he was the next fair-haired boy. And Brady just kept having to keep beating him down. Yeah. Before he finally won the ju- like this, there's some truth to that. And I and I'm sure like if you're Brady, you know inside I'm I'm good, and they're not seeing it. Right. Like, there shouldn't even be a question here. Yeah. I uh, so Brady was a Shrine Bowl guy, so I was watching his Shrine Bowl back in 2000, oh, wow. lighting it up at the Shrine Bowl in in classic Tom Brady fashion. And I think it was funny because uh, same to Paul's point, I was like. What what didn't Michigan see? And right. like he he went to the Shrine Bowl and he and he was just you know throwing the ball all over the place. And I'm like, wait a second, like this is why didn't they he start all the time at Michigan? Like I, I'm very confused. And then well, he comes at least Patriots those last two trip. years, you know, like right. and I and I can understand like you know when he got there he had a he was fighting with like Driesbach and Greasy, and you know those guys were pretty good. Like Drew Henson never yeah. turned out to be anything, you know, so, and all he, hype. he kept having it and and you know. If you want to say, well, what's the big deal? Why is he? It it did. It was the reason why he was drafted in the sixth round, because NFL evaluators kept looking at him and saying, "Geez, I see what Evan's seeing, but why? Why? You know, why does he not? Why does he not just take the job by himself?" And yep. it's got to be something. Lloyd, Lloyd Carr is probably not an idiot. Well, it turns out Lloyd Carr probably was an idiot. Right. <laughs> I just remember as, as when I back when I was a, um, what's the term, casual? When I was a casual fan. Like, I just, yeah, like, I can't Patriots ever, fan. I can't ever <laughs> think civilian. of you that way. <laughs> I, civilian. Yeah, civilian. Casual. But, but we're never a casual yeah. But I just remember, and I, and I love Drew. Like, I have all the respect in the world. But there was something about Brady when I just going to the bar out in California. Oh, the Patriots got this new quarterback. There was just something about him to me that I'm like, this guy looks like a, like he can do it. Like he just looks like a quarterback to me. And you know, I I don't know. There was just something about his his mojo, his swagger, whatever it was. He just he had it instantly mm-hmm. for for I guess in the second season. I never even probably saw him in two thousand. But <coughs> let's get back to the phones. Henry's in Norway. Henry. Oh. <coughs> uh, big fan of the show, guys. Thanks. Thank Thanks. you. Uh, one really Patriots-related question and one PU-related question. A couple months ago, Fred, you mentioned that Evan had some grievances. 
Yes. And uh, we never heard uh, what those were, I believe. I don't know what they are either. Oh, no. Evan, do you want to share your grievances <laughs> uh, with us? I have a note. Festivus. He has Festivus. a note. Yeah, he's pulling he, it he takes notes on his phone. <laughs> so, okay. Because I'm, I'm a Do you want to <laughs> hang on while he goes over them, Henry, or are you going to hang up? In a paper. Let's see if I can find uh, a spiral-bound uh, notebook. Hang up. Just one more, just yeah. one more question. Yeah. related uh, in terms of arm strength, uh, how uh, how good of an ar- arm did Tom Brady have compared to everyone else? Is he like top five? Well, I think he was seven? upper, you know, not top, but he was above average, above average arm. He didn't have a cannon, but definitely above average arm, no doubt. That's right. part that was underrated with him, like his arm strength. I think I heard a lot too that he threw a Thanks, really Henry. nice ball. Paul, your quarterback, you could probably speak to that. Maybe, but like it's you know, not like I threw a really <laughs> nice ball. But but I but I think that was part of like his appeal was just that he he threw a nice Very ball, catchable, like catchable ball, ball yeah. yeah, pillowy. Yeah. Right. I, I agree with Fred's description. I think his skills were woefully undersold at coming out of college. He threw the ball in training camp. He sure did much better than anybody ever said ball. that he was capable of throwing the ball. Now I don't think he had, you know. Upper echelon arm strength, but he could get it there. He had upper. I up, never remember being average. like it. Just it was above get average. There, get there, get there. I never remember that. No. Never no. once he could hit him all. No, no. It, he he didn't have the the off platform like Mahomes, no. yeah. Josh Allen, off the back foot. But his ability to drive the ball into the middle of the field, in particular, just to oh. step into it and uncork one, you know, right in between two zone defenders, or something. I mean, that was always like good. some of those like overtime throws against the Falcons, like the Hogan and to and to yeah, Amendola, Amendola, like yeah. the out where it's just like. It is absolutely perfect. You can't defend it. It's perfect velocity. But you never, perfect w- while the ball was in flight, you never said, yeah, I, I know, Paul, time Paul, to get there. Like we do Paul, all the time you now. Sense you sense where I was going. You sense where I was going with this. And I was trying not to say it explicitly. You, you but do yes. it more than I do. <laughs> I knew that was where this was going. That's, I, but that's I, a micism. Don't blame true. me for I that can't, one. I can't deny it. I'm like, get there, get there, get there. All right. So what do you got, Evan? Okay. All right. So this is. Lay it out. What is this from? Can we have a date on this? Full disclosure. This was when I was in Arizona, right? So this was between oh, oh, oh. the Cardinals and the Raiders week. <laughs> and I'm in the it's like three months ago. I'm in the hotel. <laughs> of grievances. And uh, <laughs> the night before, <laughs> we're, we're about to go to Vegas. <laughs> and uh, and I'm packing. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll throw on the pod and, and listen to what the guys are and, and gals were talking about. And uh, there, was a, there was a couple things in here that yeah. I didn't really like. All right. Okay. All right. So number one. Uh, there was some Atlas talk, my 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 pup. Yeah. All right. There's some Atlas talk on the show, and uh, someone said that he's a Great Dane. Oh, wrong. <laughs> oh, not a, not a Great Dane. I hope the better part is coming. <laughs> That's a grievance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they got my dog's breed wrong. He ah! loves his dog. He loves yes. he loves his dog. <laughs> I'm waiting back. for. You know, Paul called it a... I got a feeling there's going to be grievances. Paul called it an overall when it was actually a hitch. (laughs) (laughs) No. And then somebody also made a joke that Atlas likes watching film. (laughs) That's good. That's good. And uh, he does. He does. He usually sits uh, next to me and and watches it. Sometimes he wants to put his head on the the keyboard, though, and I have to be like, no, 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 no. You can't. Now you're just... Things are happening on the screen because you're... you're Does he ever do a cover two on the rug? (laughs) 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 Only one. (laughs) <laughs> Only one time because we left him overnight for the first time and we went and picked him up yeah. and he yeah, okay. didn't like, like that. Reviewing the film. It's a great day cover too. Wolf. That's a, you know. Ridgeback. Not a great day. It's okay. <laughs> not a great day. I'm then, kidding. He gets very upset. I'm into this. It's huge though. Real so quick. How much do you weigh? Uh, 80 pounds. Okay. So then Alex said that 
I couldn't own a Great Dane because it would drag me around. And my, because I'm apparently a weakling. I remember that. I, I remember when that Alex said that. I still. So I apparently can't. Heel, can, heel. Yeah. I'm going to adopt a Great Dane this weekend just to bring so, it in and, and the, show Evan. And then the answer to that was uh, also wrong. Stronger than I look. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, then uh, Fred commented that... Uh, <laughs> I apparently. How many bullet points are there? Uh, there's four. It's just a transcript of that. Show. How many have we gone through so far? Uh, th- three. This is number three. Uh-huh. Uh, All about the dog. Fred uh, commented that uh, in reference to my girlfriend Uh-oh. that I had uh, was playing above the rim. Okay, <laughs> that's a compliment. And uh, I think would you, I, I are think you I going to say that. on the record that you're and, not? And uh, the phrase I, I audio to Jess. Be careful now. The phrase Your girlfriend I, might be listening. The phrase I would like to use was outkicking my, my coverage. coverage. Okay. I believe that. I threw that. In there at that point, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, I think I added, haven't we all? And 110 percent correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> that one's 100. Well, why is that a grievance? Then? And, and, and because I'm, I'm just, saying that sight unseen. I've never met you <laughs> because I just I, I liked how kick my coverage better. <laughs> okay, all right. And then there this was a football la- guy. La- last one. Uh, apparently, somebody else called in and, and said that me and Paul had this huge beef or something like that that we hated each well, other. That's true. Uh, well, and, that's true. Well, that's true. And uh, <laughs> so I, I just I want to say I. I have nothing against yeah. Paul. Uh, I, I love know. Paul. And I'm not even sure we've ever really had beef. Yes. No. I'm just glad none of these sure. were HR worthy, you <laughs> no. know, because that's what I'm no. always worried about. <laughs> no. 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 The one that, that hurt me the most What's was the Alex dog? saying that oh. I couldn't oh. handle a great day. Handle a great day. Yeah. Hurtful. Truth hurts me. Uh, Fred, could you come down to HR? Yeah, we had um, one of your employees say that you, uh, he would accused of a playing above the rim. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean yeah. exactly? Yeah. Maybe Alex we can get a mean she doesn't think I can handle a 200 pound dog. Well, maybe we can get Doc McLeod if he's listening to draw a picture of Evan being dragged by a great day <laughs> to sum up to All right, show. So, so you have a Ridgeback. <laughs> er, yeah, Rhodesian Ridgeback or an African lion hound as they're now called because Ooh. Rhodesia is a little bit of a touchy political uh-huh. subject these days. But yeah, I like to call him a Ridgeback. That's okay. He's a big All right. dog. My he's my boy. Um, one more call, then we're going to talk about the game coming up and do our picks. Oh, Austin's in Michigan. Oh, right. What's up, Austin? Hey, guys. Uh, so, so I have two things to talk about. First, you guys have been talking about Tom Brady and kind of like honoring his career in a sense. Yep. And, like, you know, you talked about, like, bringing him back for a dollar-a-day contract or whatever. And I've been thinking about this a little bit. And uh, we did that for Vince Wilfork. And I thought if we do that for Tom Brady, it ought to be at least $6 for six Super Bowls. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Or $12. You know, it's about, it's do you actually pay? Fair, yeah, right? It's not really about money. No. <laughs> it's a one-day well, contract. It's a yeah. ceremonial kind yeah. of thing. That is yeah, funny, well, though. that's why I think it'd be kind of you know funny to do six bucks instead of one. You know, honor those. I think. I think the only contract he should get is one for life. Contract for life. What, what's that payout? Well, whatever it is. I mean, I don't see the money is irrelevant here. These are all honorary. It's like well, you know, yeah. getting a doctorate from a college that you didn't attend. You know. Yeah. 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 I just don't want and it then, to. Uh, my second thing is, uh, you had a caller or something uh, earlier uh, talking about how Zappy should be like, you know, the future QB or whatever. And uh, looking show? back at this year and last year, I feel like one of the most comparable games that you could put the two together is uh, the Patriots versus the Browns. And um, I look at that game, and Mac Jones, he didn't have as many passing yards, but he had more touchdowns. And I feel like that's some sort of validity to, you know, what he can do when he has 
a little bit more support behind him. You know, I felt like uh, with Bailey Zappi, it was a little bit different. Obviously, he's a rookie, so a lot of teams don't really know how he plays necessarily in the NFL quite yet because they don't have enough film on him to kind of get, you know, an understanding of his game. But I look back at that, and I don't – I think personally that Mac Jones should be the guy of the future. He just needs a little support. And, you know, I mean, we haven't had the greatest team based off of skill position players in a couple of years when you compare us to, like, people like the Bengals or whatever. But I feel like you give a guy like Mac a little bit of help, and he could do a lot with it. Well, that's the hope. That's the hope. Yep. Yep. I'm praying every Sunday for it. All right. So. Thanks, Austin. I just think to Paul's point, I just hope they do enough this offseason that we all feel like he has enough around him to be properly judged with a, an offensive it coordinator. Won't. And, you know, it, it's like you – know, Unless he does well. I mean, we just need to give him the support, like, that Cincinnati provides. Like, Yeah, we're not going to get Jamar Chase. Who's the greatest year. coach in the history of the NFL? Bill Belichick. Oh. oh. Who's – Cincinnati has who's, three receivers that are better than anybody on the Mac, Patriots. Who's Mac Jones's coach? Bill, Bill Belichick. Huh. O'Brien. No support. Lack of support. Killing them. Um, that's Paul. Jamar like Chase. Cincinnati is <laughs> the laughing stock of the Boyd. league. Right? Yeah, but Bill Bill's not catching any passes or running any routes. Uh, no, I'm just or talking blocking about, I'm, or I'm talking about support. I know. Like but I think what the Joe Burrow what, inherited what the is, arguably the worst situation that you could possibly inherit. Cincinnati. I understand, but what the caller is calling support is no, who, I, who I, is on the field with him. I'm not a moron. I know what he's talking about. Right. But yes, they Morons. don't have as much talent as Cincinnati on the field. They have a lot of things that blow Cincinnati away off the field. Yep. In terms of ownership, franchise tradition, head coach, like things that Cincinnati couldn't even think about right but we got to score touchdowns yeah well i think joe burrow would be scoring a lot of touchdowns if he was the patriots quarterback that's just my opinion um probably more than mac but you know i saw joe burrow uh last night they did the nfl films wrap up of the mic'd up for the season and uh, one of my favorite moments was joe burrow swallowing a bug on the field (laughs) it was hilarious like he's just oh Oh my god! I just swallowed. Like he's always just so calm, cool, and collected. And it was like he swallowed a bug, and he was like everybody normal. Did dude. they have like, the bad lip oh, reading going? Oh, I, they should. Those get me going. I all just the swallowed time. a bug. It was so gross. All right, all right. Jiggity, jiggity. it's uh, that time of the show. The big game, the Super Bowl. So this is it. 18, the fourteen 19. and three Chiefs are against the fourteen and three Eagles. A good matchup. You know, I'm I'm excited about this game. Two best teams. Um, So, Paul, I I know we did it last week, but just remind everybody. I want to congratulate you, Fred Kirsch. Yes. 21 weeks it took. But Fred Kirsch. I save. I save. 2-0. I save the best for last. This is the time that separates the. uh, 2-0 both. uh, The rubber meets the road. Overall and with the spread. With the number. With the number. Yeah. 2-0. Uh, everybody else was one and one, and Ev uh, was not here last week, um, or oh, two weeks ago. Whenever hey, we, whenever we picked the next year, I'll be better about that. Um, so, let's see. Paul and Fred are nine and three. Deuce is eight and four. Alex, you're one and one. Um, Evan is eight and two. So you didn't participate last week. 
but I would have picked it which right. Is, which <laughs> would you? <laughs> okay. All right. um, and if it, and if it was wrong, he would have gone through great lengths to tell everybody why he was still right. Yes. <laughs> uh, so what's the? That's num- why people think yes. we got beef. What's <laughs> the number? What's the number of this? For this game, Paul. Uh, the number that I saw this morning was the Eagles by one and a half. Oh, so it's gone down. Well, Kansas City opened as a. Favorite. I know, but it went up to two and a half for the Eagles. Now it's back okay. down to well, one. Well, I, half. you know, that it could be two and a half. I just did a thing on my phone because I completely forgot because we had that meeting all morning, and I didn't um, get it off of my website that I normally go to. It's one and a half on ESPN right now. Okay, one and a half. Uh, We're we're going to go with that. By the way, six and six for Fred, six and six for Paul, four and eight for Mike (laughs) on um, the spread. Okay. I didn't give those numbers. One and one for him. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Any prop bets we should know about, Paul? I didn't write any of them down. Again, um, we were tied up all morning. I normally have a little fun with that. I give you guys guys like eight or ten prop bets. I I don't have all the numbers. I I heard one of them. It's like... uh, the prop bet was, will they do a split screen of the Kelsey yeah, brothers? Yeah, I heard that. But to me, like, if I know somebody at Fox yeah. that's in the truck, I'm and like, that's why can you guarantee me? And yeah. then I go put ten grand on this. Well, thing. here's the thing. Like, it, that's so easy. Take, to, it, like, take it a step further. If you're the producer of the, the broadcast, right, you I, do I'm it. putting a million on it. Right. You I have, control it. You have somebody to – well, I think that if you bet a million, the house would – No, but you do it. You have someone else go and put, like, a hundred grand on it or something. Well, even that much – that. Flags would raise, but you do a lot. Well, that's why. Or you have five people do ten grand. You know, we recently, you know, um, know, it it recently passed in Massachusetts on the thirty first. We had all the the sport book at at win win uh, win bet. I think it's called inside of the encore. Yeah. And the the gentleman that was on specifically for that reason, Fred, they do not take any of those kinds of prop bets. Yeah. That can be, you know, what color is the Gatorade? Right. Like someone knows with yeah. you know, like that's right information that can be known. So Mahomes attempts is thirty eight and a half. That's a right lot. now. That's a pretty high number. It's a pretty high number, but I feel like if you're the Chiefs, you go down swinging with the quarterback. Yeah, right? I think I touchdowns mean, like one and a half was like a um, pretty good odds. Um, for over one and a half for Mahomes. The closest I ever got was one of the Patriots Super Bowls. They actually had a line on what color hoodie Bill Belichick was going to wear. You I really like are inside inside like info. Just pathetic. I but am. like. <laughs> <laughs> to me, like something like that, if that's an actual thing you can bet on, like Bill's telling his friends, I'm going to wear blue. Yeah. Yeah, but, no one, hi- but no one him, he'd come out with the red. No, but no, After but telling he, all his friends he's wearing blue. <laughs> no, no. If he came out in red, people would Circle of trust. Just when, just when you thought you had all the answers, <laughs> I changed the question. <laughs> all right, we got to hurry. We got to right. hurry. I, 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 I got to go first. I am. Um, so one I and a half. Preface it a little bit. I'm a, I am going to stick with the Eagles, even though I've been, you know, I feel like people are trying to talk me out of them. Uh, a lot of respect for Patrick Mahomes. I just think the injury is going to make a little bit of a difference. And I think just overall, the Philly's got a little bit more talent. So I'm going to I'm going to take the Eagles in this one. I think it's going to be competitive though. I'm going to say 31 to 28. Oh, Eagles. Okay. Some points scored. Yeah. Evan? I w- I want to take the Chiefs, but with Patrick Mahomes' injury, yeah. I just don't know if he's going to be 100%. I I think he's going to have to be to run away from Hassan Reddick and those guys. So I'm going to take the Eagles. I think at one and a half you have to take them to cover. I mean, not going to win by yeah. by one. So You got a score? I'm going to say it's going to be high scoring. I'm going to say 34-31 Philadelphia. Took my score. Oh. Yeah, Evan took my exact score prediction. Okay. That was weird. Okay. But w- with the Chiefs or a- Eagles? Eagles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Riding Philly. Fly I want to take the Chiefs, fly. too. I don't like it. Yeah. Pauly? 
Yeah, I, I would echo everything Evan said. Um, I want to take the Chiefs. I think Mahomes is the best player on the field, and I think that um, if all things equal, I would I would lean to that. I, I just can't imagine with that pass rush, even though Kansas City's offensive line is fine, I think the Eagles' defensive line is excellent, and I think they're going to get after him, and he's not going to be able to do what he normally does. Yeah. If I could somewhat be convinced that he was, like, 90%, 95%. I would take Kansas City, but I can't. I'm going to take the Eagles. I'll be rooting for the Chiefs. Um, but I'm going to go, let's go 27-21, Philly. When the playoffs started, I figured it was going to be Chiefs and Eagles. And even back then, when Mahomes is 100%, I thought the Eagles was gonna, were going to win the game. And I'm going to stick with that. I don't want to pick the Chiefs, and I'm not going to pick the Chiefs. Eagles win this game. They're what is that? Just their second Super Bowl win? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they'd be two and two. More separation between them and the in the Chiefs. So I don't want the Chiefs winning any more Super Bowls. Well, I would just say based on all our picks, if, if the Chiefs pull it out, I think we'll we'll all be singing the praises of Patrick Mahomes oh, and, and what he's Listen, I'm singing his praises what's your, anyway. What's your yeah. score? Yeah. What's your score? Twenty-seven, twenty-four, Eagles. So. Yeah, and we're all ignoring all the people that have been telling us all week of how much the Eagles actually suck, and you yeah. don't know what you're watching. Right. Yep. They're, no, they're a good team. They said that about the 17 Eagles out that beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. They were. Yeah, uh, they, they had were, Nelson Aguilar. Right. right. <laughs> all right, that's going to do it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. Everybody, enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend. It's going to be 22. fun. Catch 22 coming up now uh, with Evan and Alex, and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast.